Well, well, well. Welcome back to Judgment, everybody, here on this Christmas day. Yesterday we watched Jingle All the Way, and that was a fun time. This morning we all four opened up our presents. By the fire. By the fire. Uh, didn't try the chestnuts again this time. No. No, it's no need. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's so smoky. Yeah, the house is still reeling from it. So now we're just nestled in in our pajamas. Yeah. Hot chocolate. Our one pieces. I'm drinking eggnog. (laughs) Of course you are. We know, Corey. With your brandy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had to uh, get out a second bowl for Corey's special eggnog, while the rest of us drink the one Jill made. A big bowl of eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Got a giant bowl just for Corey. Got a straw in it, just drink it straight from. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all, we're having a great time here. Uh, and as you can hear from all the voices, I am here with my four co hosts. <laughs> yes, you are. As you can hear, and, as you, I'm here. Yeah, there's three co hosts. Number one on the call sheet, me. And, <laughs> uh, but to my right, I have my. Great friend. Ah. Uh, Blaine. Ah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all you guys out there in the uh, universe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Blaine, why don't you tell the audience what uh, you got for Christmas this year? I got a nice pair of slacks. I love it. Love it. No pleats. No pleats. Oh, trust me. I told the lady at the uh, Macy's, no pleats. At Macy's? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. Well, you can still write bad checks there. Um, so <laughs> then right next to Blaine, we have the great and powerful Jill. Jill, Merry Christmas. The Almighty. Merry Christmas to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jill, <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? I got everything. You're goddamn right, Jill. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Everything. <laughs> and then right next to her, with his own goddamn eggnog and his own breakfast that he made just for him. We have Corey. Corey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Andrew tried to steal one of my little sausage links, and um, I'm a little bit salty about it. Oh, well. And not because the sausage was salty. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right. Corey, why don't you tell the audience what you got for Christmas? I got a pocket light bright. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure if those exist, but I kind of want a one. light, not that bright. <laughs> no, it's just pocket one you can fit in your pocket light. and play with anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, is that a sex toy? It is. <laughs> yes, you caught me. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> yes, mm. let's be honest. All right, <laughs> it's the season to give <laughs> uh, and receive. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> In the context, oh. that was gross. <laughs> On this oh holy day, Corey. <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't start that conversation, but I'm happy to finish. Yeah, well. Oh. <laughs> I like where this is going. I'm glad we had a good Christmas morning, everybody. The, the eggnog seems fucked up now. <laughs> the eggnog spits curdled. <laughs> Even in not the context you're talking about, that does make me a little ill. Um, True. <laughs> well, anyway... So, this Christmas morning, as we were, after we opened up our present, we decided to sit down and watch what probably could be described as the most Christmas movie of all time. Mm. And that is 1984? Probably could look that up. Yes. <laughs> Gremlins! 
Yes, Gremlins from our friend Joe Dante, produced by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I am very excited to finally get to talk about this movie. It's a fun movie. It is. It is. How it will rate in our Christmas scoring categories, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is one of those movies where they're like, that's not a Christmas movie. Is it? Is it not? Stay tuned. Is there anyone who doesn't think Gremlins is a Christmas movie? I'm sure some people. <laughs> oh. It's well, they may definitively go... a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And by the way, if you're listening out there and you don't think it is, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you're That's just all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. With your pocket light bright. Yeah, exactly. You tell us how well. it works. <laughs> Corey needs to know. I can't figure it out. <laughs> does, do I go in it or does it go in me? Uh, I'll take suggestions off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to call Corey's private number. He'll he'll answer any time, day or night. Um, well, with all that being said... I'm very excited to get to talk about Gremlins now. And with that, Jill, I'm going to pass it over to you. All right. I'm going to open us up with the IMDb description, which is a young man inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. You, you did fuck it up. I totally <laughs> you did. You but put the, the pressure upsetting thing on. is, I did it perfectly the first like three times. Right. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. It's because Andrew took so long to warm up. That's and I was also gonna sweep that under the rug, but uh, Blaine had to call it out. So just gonna go and leave. You can't let me live. <laughs> I never call out people. Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> It was right. perfect. So we open on a beautiful little small town named oh, Kingston wait. Falls. Aren't we going to do? Hold on. <laughs> Our initial impressions. <laughs> By the way, I I wanted nothing more in the world than to interrupt Jill like you two did the first time, but I held off. <laughs> I had to hold myself back. Well, since... it's, you couldn't interrupt me because it would just look really bad if you did. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Okay. Blaine, to my left, you want to start us off with your first impressions of this movie? Yeah, it's a fun movie. What are we doing for Christmas? Well, this are we was giving a really necessary can- segment, candy cane ratings? Or? I think we just continued on with our thumbs. Was it thumbs? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. But if you want to give candy canes, feel free. Candy canes. Yeah. Candy I'm canes. going to give this movie two candy canes. I like this movie. It's a good now, time. Now, are they pointing up or down? Ooh. Or or Two is the candy cane coal would be if it's bad. Oh, oh yes, like it. make it very clear. Yes. yes. Two candy canes. Two candy canes. All right. I had such a good time. Not it's not a great Christmas movie. I'm sorry. Just give me a little teaser. We'll talk about it. But still it happens at Christmas. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Andrew, you clearly have some thoughts. Oh, big thoughts. Yeah. Uh adore this movie uh two very big candy canes from me and the comment that this isn't a christmas movie is i didn't wild. say it wasn't he a christmas didn't movie. say that he did not say i said that. it's not a great christmas movie excuse me in fact I will he blatantly said it was because he's implying it's just not a good one <laughs> <laughs> i also gave it two candy canes i know i'm sorry i'm a little judgy i'm a little judgy i'm sorry 
This is the show, though. All right. It's Christmas. Two big candies. For God's sake. <laughs> Two big candy canes for me. Corey? Corey? Well, call me Rockin' Ricky, because I'm a fan. It's... <laughs> <laughs> two big candy Rialto? canes for me too, uh, and I. You know what? I'm gonna give them the fruit candy canes because I like those best. Ew. Uh... <laughs> no. Rockin' Ricky, because you're a fan. I love it. I love it. Should have gone with a fan brand. Oh. What? What is a Rockin' Ricky? Rockin' Ricky is the DJ. He's the DJ on the on the radio. The movie starts with yeah. his billboard. It's... I missed that. He talked a lot about his <laughs> Rockin' Ricky's fans. That was a good... Yes. Ah. He also comes in at numerous times, but it's fine. I. You know what? If it hasn't, if you haven't watched it in a while and you're not really looking or listening, I can get why you miss Rockin' Ricky. <laughs> we that watched seemed, it a lot. We that just seemed a little it. underhand. We really just watched it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of underhand comment from Corey. I oh, I was defending song. Jill and thinking you were being a little bit mean. No, Jill's, Jill's a big picture with movies, you know? You know, yeah. yeah. What does that know, mean? She likes to know what's going on <laughs> in the main story, you know? <laughs> Background, you know, fuck around. It doesn't matter. I like that. I feel like there's nothing we can say to, to fix this. That's about as <laughs> underhanded as it gets. There's nothing to be said here. <laughs> what about you, Jill? Jill do doesn't feel? notice things that anyone else with brains would notice. <laughs> <laughs> All Jill can do is look at the pictures, y'all. <laughs> I think more than anything, I was implying that I don't personally remember Rockin' Ricky before this. This is the I noticed him on this viewing. I didn't remember it this time. I'm so sorry. I was really focused on Darling Love playing and got that song. Oh. We heard it three times yesterday. <laughs> it is Christmas. Can, can I just say, my, that is, I don't know if we talked about this in the air last time. We did. We, okay. Yeah, Darling Love's... Is my favorite Christmas song. I love that. Okay. Yeah. And that's the. Yes. It's Christmas. It's a jolly song. And if no one was a David Letterman fan, it was also his favorite Christmas song. And every year of the David Letterman show, she would come on to perform it for him. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And not she... a David Letterman fan. Yeah. I mean, I get it if you're not, but uh, yeah, it's very sweet. And she said after his show was gone, she'd never perform it live again. Yeah. Mm. That's sad. But whatever. Still my favorite Christmas well, song. She did guest star on New Girl to perform it, which is one of the ways that I listened to it yesterday. <laughs> that's wonderful. Oh. Who knew? So that's her loophole. She's still performing it, just not live. <laughs> right. Well, New Girl did end a few years ago. Yeah. Might have been around the same time, Dave. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was much later, but that's you're probably right, actually. Mm, I could be wrong. I mean, listen. <laughs> was the eggnog? Yikes! I give this movie two candy canes. Also, all okay. right, all right. Wow, candy canes all around for this movie. Fantastic. Candy canes all the way up. How holly jolly! Smash them up into some candy cane bark. Mmm, yummy. <laughs> That's the way we do it. All right, are we ready to get into this movie? I don't know. Uh, anybody seen the other good Christmas movies? <laughs> If you were to make a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and say it right now. 
All right. I'm not going to put anybody on the spot with quizzes like Andrew did last time. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. <laughs> we'll Jeez. just dive right in. I don't remember what it was, but I know it was kind of a bummer. I'm going to go ahead and say that literally every time we do this, I forget about this the thumbs slash candy canes slash whatever section. <laughs> and I argue that we get rid of it every time. You do. Uh-huh. You do. You have a real problem with it. I don't really understand it. But... I have a real problem with it. <laughs> That's fine. You know, we're all different. It sets right. the tone, Jill. If you say so. I do. <laughs> Powerful retort. Powerful. Um, so I want to dive in and mm-hmm. talk about this opening scene. What I have is the opening scene. At least I hope it's the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, where we certainly hope so. Our protagonist's father is in Chinatown. That would be the opening. Is looking for a present for his son. Now, my initial reaction to this when he's saying, "I gotta get a present for my son," I'm picturing like an eight-year-old, <laughs> yeah. like fifteen at most. Yeah. How old is his son? Uh, I'm gonna bring this up later too. He's yeah, a, I, I, he's an adult. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, he has a full-time job at the bank, so I, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's an odd way to do it. I, I I would imagine Billy would have. An idea of what he would want and tell his father that. and So his dad didn't have to aimlessly wander around Chinatown to figure out a gift. Was that specifically what he was doing in Chinatown? Or was he trying to pimp his inventions and then just... Under the guise? R- randomly uh, found a present. It seemed a little bit of both. No, he yeah, told the both. kid, I'm looking for a present for my son. But he was yeah. also pimping the... Look who doesn't notice things bathroom now. bathroom buddy. <laughs> yeah. He well, did randomly decide, but we'll... We'll get to the part where he gets inside. But I do want to say this about Chinatown and about the shop and the Mogwais in general. Like, I feel like this movie is suggesting that China is such a far off and mysterious place <laughs> that Mogwais could exist there and we wouldn't know. Jill, you, you've you summed up exactly <laughs> what I was going to talk about later, too. Yeah. Is China yeah. really this mysterious still in 1984? Do we know Apparently nothing? Apparently so. <laughs> China at this point. And it's incredibly mystical, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, nobody dresses normal. Uh, Even the grandson dresses like a short round from fucking Indiana Jones. Also, (laughs) the opening scene of this movie, like, just looking at the background characters, and a lot of this movie, actually, I feel like it takes place in the 40s and the 80s at the same time. Yeah. Because his, like, businessman dad has, like, the tilted hat, like, you would see on, like, an Mm -hmm. old-timey businessman and then there's like a sailor in the background looks like he just got home from war like kissing his girl like what (laughs) and they're just wandering through chinatown (laughs) it's got a very like noir vibe well every movie they're watching is like black and white snow white is playing in the theater like i feel like we need to talk about rand peltzer because he gets (laughs) he gets almost billed like as the protagonist telling the story He's like, well, I'm going to sit down and tell you a story about these gremlins. <laughs> and then he is yeah. tangentially involved. He is barely in the mood. At best. And then he gets, in the best. end, he gets to sum it all up like he was involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a real honor seeker, huh? You weren't even there. <laughs> well, it's all his fault if yeah. you want to bring it back to yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 100% we're blaming Rand here. I just, why? And then we get to the part where he's in the store and he's like, talking to the grandpa and 
he's like starts trying to pimp his invention. Like you went to his store to buy something, now you're trying to sell him something. Yeah, he wants him to sell his thing in his store. I get it, but like, but that's big, not the time. What does this guy actually sell? Uh, antiquities? I can't yeah, quite place it. Yeah. Chinese antiquities. Already burned yeah. candles? Because that's all I was seeing. <laughs> Half used incense? Uh, pipes of various sorts, uh, dragon statues, um, oh, everything a white person might be going down a, a bad China road. Angel yeah. started listening I... to Chinese antiquities. Might be bad. <laughs> might be bad move. It, Fair uh, based on the grandpa, it looks like he's selling opium. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. He's fully dressed. He did have a classic opium eye. He, yeah, he did. And the pipe, like yeah, that guy. Um, and, I mean, this is obviously what a white person thinks a Chinese store would look like yes. in town. Yeah. That's what is happening here. So our favorite little mogwai starts making some noise in the background. And mm-hmm. he goes, what is that? And the kid goes, it's a mogwai. Like, it's the most obvious thing in the world. And yeah. everybody knows what a mogwai yeah. is. You fucking idiot. It's a mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> so our later to be named Gizmo starts making noise and the... Dad is like, I think my son would like this. I want this. I want to buy it. And Grandpa goes, that's not for sale. You can't handle it, basically. You are an American idiot. Yeah. So, no. And Green Day. probably the most uh, right person in this movie. He was so very correct. correct. Absolutely mm-hmm. correct. He so knows anyway, what the havoc kid these will wreak. <laughs> decides mm-hmm. that they need the money more than the world doesn't need Mogwai's. So he goes behind his grandpa's back, sells the mogwai to the dad, tells him the three rules, which are anybody? Oh, yes. Go Blaine. You uh, can't get them wet. Andrew? Cannot, no matter how much he begs, feed him after midnight. Corey? And do not use any bright light around them, or else they'll die, especially from sunlight. Bright light. Yeah. Mm. Get your light bright away from them, Corey. Yes. (laughs) I don't know how it works. (laughs) <laughs> please put it down now though like, yeah. don't figure it out here we've <laughs> seen enough of it it's me in the background the pressing knobs and modules <laughs> nodules yeah stop pressing those nodules <laughs> ew my favorite part is after that the dad goes this is exactly what I've been looking for you've been looking for a this? small like <laughs> <laughs> <a kawala laughs> creature it's perfect uh, so we said it's yeah. Rand's fault, but it's this little kid's fault, technically. This, we're gonna yeah. Do... Well, I think Rand should have been the bigger man and said, oh, I'm not, no. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa he said, did not yeah. know about the rules until the kid sold it to him. <laughs> so. You can always hand it back. <laughs> and by the way, Rand's throwing around 200 bucks as if the family has it. Uh, that's a they rough. clearly do not. Yeah. Because your 15-year-old son's got a full-time job at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> And listen, it sounds like a majority of this problem is coming from you. Yeah, we come to find out that all your inventions are terrible. Yeah. And by the way, could you imagine having to carry that fucking bathroom buddy <laughs> the chunkiest anywhere? invention I've ever Jesus seen. Jesus Christ. I'm imagining getting it soaking wet trying to brush your teeth with it. Or yeah, any no of it. Yeah. Like, is it self-clean? Use a, it had like a, a razor. It had toothbrush it looked like a fucking amazon alexa with just things on it <laughs> i'm trying to like it was huge <laughs> trying to brush your teeth with the freaking boom box i don't no, thank you 
Yeah. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> One thing I noted about this guy's inventions that you see throughout the movie is that, like, his inventions seem to take really simple tasks and make them really fucking hard. One hundred percent. Yeah. I commented so many times. His poor mom, like, cannot do anything. No. Like a normal person. She can't just answer the phone. They can't Nothing. Just make coffee. Crack an egg. Crack an egg. For fuck's sake. You can. They could have pulled them damn eggs out and just cracked them themselves. Come on. <laughs> He not only made them poor, he made everything in their house difficult. Yeah. Can't do anything in this home. <laughs> Thanks, Rand. And please, by all means, spend $200. Yeah. <laughs> On a mogwai. Yeah. So Rand brings our mogwai home, gives him to the sun. Hold on. Can we just... I have a, have a question. Sure. So, first off, if someone told me about these very particular rules, I would have said, nah, I'm good. Second is... When does the after midnight restart? Oh, you you want to jump into the rules? Okay. I actually have a comment oh, that's interesting. on this too. I don't understand why these creatures would be beholden to our time. And time I feel zones. like it would make sense. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah. they had said don't feed it after sundown and then it resets after sun comes up, that makes sense to me. That makes total sense. Yes. Yeah, because that would be universal. Right, mm -hmm. but the rule is midnight. Yeah. Midnight You're putting it in a time zone, which is weird. Uh, right. Because if uh, they live in New York and they take Gizmo to California, is he still on New York time? Is he on New York <laughs> time? <laughs> but yeah, when does it restart? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. there a hard, but you can, because they don't tell him that. It just don't says. Don't feed it after midnight. After you can midnight. start feeding him after seven. But yeah, yeah. When, when, when am I safe? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. sun up is the only thing that makes sense. But then why would the rule not be sun up to sundown? I, I would I, say, sorry, bud, you're never getting breakfast. <laughs> We're waiting until lunch. <laughs> yeah. I don't Just know what the fuck you eat, but... Well, what's even worse is fucking Rand doesn't even think to ask a follow-up question. Like, why? You're like, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> don't feed him after midnight. Why? What oh, because happens? he becomes a murderous fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't want this then. <laughs> you can happily right. take this. Well, the other thing, too, is that... Every creature on Earth needs water to survive. You can't; they can't even drink water. So, they, yeah. I mean, they're obviously magic. I get that, but but that's that is <laughs> no, the no. craziest thing. But they can drink beer, which is yeah, a large. Yeah, I was going to mention that later, but just, I was going to say. And by the way, as many plot holes and as many things that aren't explained in this movie, I still enjoy it. And run <laughs> yeah. through snow. Ah, oh, the snow. snow. The snow may be my biggest qualm, which is just like they should be shooting little freaking gremlins out I of his feet the whole time. Snow. Yeah. Well, I and we'll get we'll get to it when we get to it. But I, I have a question about the multiplicity of this whole thing. But we'll get there. Ooh, Michael Keaton. But good movie. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Andy McDowell. I feel like Andy McDowell. Yeah. Where are we? Oh, we were, we're still at the beginning you talking You were interrupting about... me as I was saying that he then brings the Mogwai home, gives him to his son, mm -hmm. tells him the rules, and then immediately after he gets done telling him the rules, the mom breaks out the camera <laughs> with the big giant flash on it yeah. and tries to take a picture and where it illustrates what happens when he comes in contact with bright light. Yeah. He doesn't like it. No. And by the way, uh, Gizmo, which is what they decide to call it, voiced... By Howie Mandel, everybody. Oh, that's right. Guy did yeah, a lot of voicing. Saw that in the credits. 
Yeah. Holy that, shit, Jill, you you skipped a ton. Skip the bank oh, scene. No. We can talk. We can talk about the bank scene. Oh yeah, there was that. Oh, for Jill, I was on board with you. I'm sorry. Well, sorry. so so yeah, the bank scene where we get introduced to Mrs. Deacon. Well, we get introduced to the town of Kingston Falls. True. Which seems like three square blocks from the giant shot. That we you know get. what? I was getting the cookies out of the oven during that whole scene. You were. That's so right. So I didn't take notes on Jill, it. Jill, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. So we were, we would go through the city. And you were trying to ignore Corey, who was like, you know, if you do it this way. And we were like, oh, God. <laughs> Did you freeze your cookies before you put in the oven? Because you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, we remember, Corey. <laughs> And, and then he tries to start his car, Billy. We, we're introduced to Billy. And then that one guy talks about his fucking Kentucky. Yeah, Murray, Murray Fetterman. Harvester. Murray Fetterman. The neighbor who hates foreigners more than anything. Yes. Yeah. And Troubling. by the way, I think it's pretty safe to say if this movie was uh, made or set in 2016, uh, Mr. Fetterman's got to make America great again sign, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. Okay. foreigners. <laughs> he has a lot to say about foreigners. Um, yeah, and then we go to the bank. Introduced to that, Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Mrs. Deacon. Deagle. Deacon. No. Deagle. 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 No, it's Deagle. It's Deagle. Oh right, because they go Deagle, Deagle, Deagle. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody says it. Maybe every other line. <laughs> I wrote it down once. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it's Deagle. So we do Um, go to the bank where this 15-year-old has a full-time job. Right. Working behind the desk. He brings his dog. He brings his dog to work with him for whatever reason and keeps his dog. Because he's 15. Back under the counter. Yeah, because he's 15 with a full-time job. And at the same time, everybody acts surprised when they see it. It's very weird. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. So Mrs. Deagle comes stomping down the street with a snowman head in her hand. And she stomps up to the desk and goes, your dog ruined my snowman decoration. I want to kill him. Yeah. Her... She literally says, give him to me. I will take him to the pound and have him put down. Yeah. And that will be a painless death compared to what I would do to him. Yeah. And then there's that asshole that's standing next to her. And she's saying, I'll put it in my spin dryer. And he's like, yep, yeah, that'll do it. Like, who asked you? <laughs> so many people just stood around while she talked about how she would brutally murder this dog. I don't know if he... Like, eh. I don't think he was co-signing with her. He was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I think he was upset about it a little bit. He felt a little too into it for me. I'm just going to say. Did Mrs. Deagle own the bank? No. That I, is... I think she's just like a, a real estate agent. She she's like so a real estate agent weight. or something. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask later on was, what... What is her relationship here? Because it's not called the Deagle Bank or anything, but they are scared to fucking death of yeah, her. Yeah, she gets to j- skip line. Yeah. And it's she's just a like, capital C. Oh, well, there's that. Um, yeah. She... Well, also at the end of the movie, they there's some things I want to jump into about the actual rated R version that this movie is going to be, which was fun to read about, but... Uh, apparently there was a lot more to do with Mrs. Deagle and her control over the town. Uh, at the end of the movie, they do try and add in that her husband who had died was a notorious money launderer or something like that. So, uh, she probably has some inner ties to the town, but also a subplot that she had was that she owned pretty much every house in the town and she was going to take them, uh, away from the owners, like, Billy's and uh, Kate's family, and she was going to sell it 
the town to a chemical company, and she was going to make millions of dollars off of it. But yeah, it fucking cat the way layers. this movie's yeah, it's very much a cat lady. The way that the movie cut it, it just seems like Miss De- Miss Deagle can do whatever the fuck she wants. I mean, they it's cut it enough she... to where she's a menace, <laughs> straight up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do Merry get introduced to Judge Reinhold in this scene too. Yeah, that's another thing. He is in this. <laughs> He's in it. He's in it. Why is he such a dick? Because he is junior VP of the bank. Gerald. Gerald. Just an automatic thing. Not Jer. That's oh, not God, no. Not Jer. And he's such a fucking... Ugh. He is He is that guy we've all met. Yeah. yeah, so when they get off work, they all go to the bar where Phoebe Cates works. What is her name in this? Kate. 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 Huh. I never remember it. So Kate works there for no money, apparently. <laughs> just a just a good citizen. Just helping Jordan. <laughs> yeah. uh, what? Oh no! I was gonna say, just jumping back to Miss Deagle real quick. This Bavarian snowman that she has, which she insists on talking about, is it just me or given everything we know about Mrs. Deagle, especially later on, why does she even have Christmas decorations? That does not seem like a character trait of hers. No. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and so upset that it's broke. That's I mean, so her... show off expensive decorations. Yeah. <laughs> That's her late husband's last possession. <laughs> he loved this show, man. I killed him. <laughs> I killed him. I killed him. I wrote down that that, that bar has got to be also the saddest place. Because they're like, that's where my parents proposed. And it's like, like everyone's parents proposed at this pub. I'm like, that's where they oh, all proposed. How depressing. <laughs> and Phoebe Kate said that. That's mm-hmm. where everyone's parents. Which she's I'll down. bring up. She's bring a this big old downer. <laughs> yeah, <she's... laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that one statement kind of tells you that she has ties to this little town. Yeah. And I'll bring this up later. Okay. Just remember that. I feel like I wrote down the point that you're going to make. Okay. Right. She has ties. Yeah. She she's heavily involved in the town, which is what makes something later an anomaly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Again, my note is how old are her and what's his face? Her and Billy. Yes. Yeah. Ah. How old are they? I'm going to say between 19 and 22. Because uh, yeah. at first I was uh, super creeped out that Judge is hitting on her because she's presumably a teenager, but I guess she's not. He, he says, says he's 23, 23, so he's they're about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I would imagine that Judge and Billy and her all went to high school together is what I'm thinking. But maybe Judge was like a senior and they were freshmen kind of thing. Yeah, because he looks... He looks relatively older. older than they do. He's got to be older. Yeah, because, I mean, Phoebe Cates and Zach Galligan in this movie, you could say they were 15 and a, that would make sense, or that they were 20 and that would also make sense. So, right. Yeah. They have that weird fall in the middle. Well, he's clearly not in school anymore. No. Full-time job. No. Doesn't sound uh, like he went to college either, but he thinks he's going to be a millionaire by the time he's 30. Oh, that's Gerald. That's Gerald. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Gerald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gerald, also, I didn't think this was going to happen, considering in our main uh, movie categories right now, we're talking about James Bond. Gerald throws in a fucking James Bond reference in this. Do Remember, he asked, he asked Phoebe Kate, she said, what do you want to drink? He said, 
vodka martini shake don't stir oh he does say that does say that oh wow i thought that was gonna be a big fun thing we could all share not to you assholes <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> whatever but i think we also need to acknowledge anybody who wants a vodka martini and says shake and don't stir is an asshole <laughs> there's only one person who can say that and it's okay and that's james bond i don't trust anybody who orders a martini to be honest mm. I don't. Wrong, I don't trust anyone who knows what a vodka martini. Like, what? Just what are you doing? Just get a get a gin martini, like like it's supposed to be. It's what where, if you hate it, gin though? Then don't drink a martini. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if you put a disgusting olive in it? Or yeah. worse, an onion. I don't know which is worse, to be honest. That's both absolutely disgusting. I think uh, I think an onion is worse for me. At least the olive. I like the way olive juice tastes in there. I don't like the olive. Huh? The onion is just, mm. I'm not going to eat that. Why did you put that in my drink? <laughs> uh, do I need to go into my olive conversation uh, again? No. So, <laughs> I guess, are we back at the part where he comes home and gets the mogwai from his father? Yeah. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah we're, we're back now. We're on track. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, here we are. So, uh, anyway, we've already talked about this scene. Mom takes a big flashy picture of it. Gizmo gets really upset. Yeah. And now this also may be me, but considering this time I've watched this movie closer than I ever have in the past, I just noticed this time that that mom is really going through some shit in this movie. <laughs> she is. And she yeah. really does later on. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she, like, I just always remember her as, like, super cheery Christmas mom. And then watching it this time, I was like, oh, she's she's having rough times. She is and holding I'm like, down I get the it. fort, though. She truly is. Yeah, she's, she's handling shit. Mm-hmm. He goes upstairs and plays with his mogwai, plays with his gizmo, and <laughs> discovers that gizmo can sing and does all these really cute things, and they all go to bed. And yeah. my next note is the next morning. So, Well, I was going to say before we got there, there was a part where he's like, can I, can I hold him? And uh, and Rand is like, well, just be real gentle. So he's really gentle picking him up. But then if you watch, Gizmo just flies out of the thing, lights me. Yeah. I was like, that's not gentle yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, no, I agree. And uh, also, uh, for 1984, I love these practical The practical effects, once again, they're really fucking good in this movie. All day. Yeah. Good little puppets. My my commentary on this this sequence, one, hang the swords up better. Uh, or don't have the swords. Or don't have the swords. Mm-mm. They fall down every time you close the door. Um, two, <laughs> um, thanks for the burden, Dad. Ugh. Jesus. No joke. So many rules, Dad. This is not a normal pet. But if the sword <laughs> didn't fall down when he closed the door, you couldn't call attention to it and go i bet that's gonna come up later. yeah i guarantee that's Jack gonna be up sword. here later <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're and they not only show you they double down when rand comes home yes. yeah they want you to know that there are swords in this house uh, also billy lives in the attic yeah he does is that like a common thing I wouldn't imagine so. There can't be heat up there, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, feel he had like a, a space of... heater next to his bed, so oh, okay. perhaps that's correct. I feel like a lot of like '80s and '90s movies put the teenagers in the attic. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a choice. Imagine that they during make. the summer. Oh God. 
No, thank I you. had a. I have a remember. I'm remembering that I wanted that as a child. That if we had a, that if we had an yeah. attic room, I would totally live in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was gonna be yours. It's separate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that there's an attic room, and then there's a straight up fucking attic, and this is a straight up fucking attic. Like, there's a pull down ladder to it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's like Hey Arnold's room. It's like the dream. <laughs> yeah. You know. What? <laughs> All right. Hey, Arnold's room. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the only uh, one who watched Nickelodeon, apparently. Yeah, some of us had a fun childhood. Yeah, football um, hit. <laughs> um, but I think since we're here, this is one thing, a note that I wrote down that really blows my mind about this entire movie, which, once again, I love. But uh, this idea that these people adapt so quickly... To something that, in their world, up until three seconds ago, did not exist. Never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. Never heard of it. Just, there is no, like, what in the, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this? Fucking Corey Feldman <laughs> later on, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. You yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> start playing with it. I'm sorry, is it talking? Is this thing talking? <laughs> yeah, like, he, <laughs> they find out that he has perfect pitch in the next scene. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah. There is no reaction from anyone. Dad, where the... I've never seen... What is this? What kind of species is this? Well, clearly they know nothing of the world outside America, so I'm sure they're ready to believe that anything could exist. Yeah, or out of Kingston Falls, apparently. I mean... But yeah, that's what... Even the science teacher later on, he's just like, oh, well, that's neat. Oh, it it multiplies by shooting live creatures out of its back that's interesting like hmm. no one is overly just blown away by this <laughs> that's what i love about this movie it's just like huh okay cool that's fantastic well all right this is something new <laughs> no one's but like why did that science teacher goes well we gotta send this off to the fucking uh cdc or anything <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah. try to be like i'm gonna go make a billion dollars off of this mystical yeah. creature <laughs> He's just sitting in his fucking high school classroom. Well, I guess we'll do a blood test. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but that's my biggest thing with this movie is the the amount of underwhelming uh, shock by everyone here. Yeah. Is that time, Joe? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> are you talking about Christmas? Yeah, yeah. what yeah. are you talking about, yeah. Andrew? Well, well, Jill is, is looking at the oven making sure the cookies are still going. I'm getting a lot of flack for these cookies. They're just place and bake. I'm sorry. Place and bake. I didn't even make them. Yeah, she didn't make them from scratch, Corey. How many fucking times must we say it? I have to comment on this. The next morning, when he comes downstairs into the kitchen, the mom is watching It's a Wonderful Life on a tiny TV and chopping onions. That was the day before. That's the night before. No, it's not. (laughs) Yes. Okay. You, you I mean, know what? It you tell. It doesn't really matter. Regardless, it's Christmas. She you tell is your story, boo. Damn near about to chop her fingers off while she's watching this movie. Was anyone else watching that knife movement? No, no, I totally agree with you. She, she was watching the TV. I don't trust anyone who doesn't watch the knife when they cut. It makes me very nervous. So, yeah. So, uh. Get that morning, home. yeah. So they start mm-hmm. making breakfast and. They used Mr. Peltzer's stupid inventions. Can we... Okay. So Billy, he has like an orange juice maker. Stuff's one orange. 
It cultivates so much juice. <laughs> it multiplies like faster two than a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away. How much and pulp? Juice. Like 80 pounds of pulp just out of nowhere? I love that everywhere. it was like everywhere. And then even later, it was still juicing out like a full glass of more. Yeah. <laughs> That's one orange, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but give it to give it up to Mr. Uh, Peltzer. He has built a numerous amount of these uh, inventions and put a fucking logo on them. So yeah. whatever, he's trying. Yeah, that's he's what he trying. keeps telling his wife, who is living a life of silent misery. <laughs> like this woman can't even use a light switch like a normal person. He's fucked the light switches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Peltzer has. Uh, destroyed this family. He is to blame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. Thanks uh, a lot. <laughs> so then, Corey Feldman shows up, right? And I, listen, as many times as I've seen this movie, every time Corey Feldman appears, I'm like, oh yeah, he is in this. I love that he technically has already appeared in the movie, but he was a Christmas tree early. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> and he immediately uh, knocks water on the gizmo. Immediately, yeah. seconds well, after seeing him. I mean, it was an accident, though. And Homeboy really overreacts. He didn't know the rules. It's well, true. He's like, "Way to go!" I don't know. It if was... he overreacts. His little pet starts to bubble and then shoot things <laughs> off its back. No, he did that before that reaction started. As soon as the water spilled, he was like, "Way to go!" It was clearly an accident. You're gonna be an asshole. I mean, if somebody like you're the one that left water out near it. If someone stepped on my dog's toe and it went. Ah! Immediately, I'd be like, way to go. <laughs> That's kind of an asshole thing to do. It was clearly an accident. Well, just be saying. more careful when you're in my place. My note <laughs> about this is like, we see the water, we see the, we see it spawn, like all this other stuff. And How? again, under, underwhelmed by any of it. He is look so, at that. Oh. oh, so there's five there's more. There's four of them now. Well, no, he's like, can I have one? He's like, well, no. He's like, well, fuck those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck it, I'll read this comic book. Yeah, bitch. he's like, super oh, cool, <laughs> super cool. Well, that know. one bites him. That's why he gets mad. Oh, that's right. He does get bit. Yeah, these little, these new uh, Mogwais, little assholes. Why are they assholes? And yeah. I, I love, so... Gizmo just shot all these things off of his back, got all boily, yeah. and then Billy's like, what's wrong, Gizmo? Then he looks sad. I was like, what do you mean, what's wrong, Billy? Did you see what the fuck just happened to me? How do you feel, Billy? I just wish there was one rational person in this movie that's like, I'm sorry, did you not see this shoot live animals out of his back? It looks, <laughs> like, like, it looks like it hurts. One. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. to mention, this exists nowhere else in nature. Yeah. Are you not shocked by this? There's probably some existential pain of seeing these five new creatures that you just created <laughs> out of whole cloth. <laughs> Do we think Gizmo knows, though, that they're bad immediately? He's like, oh, uh, no. I think so. He, looked, he saw Stripe and was just like, that dude's a fucking menace. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> In the very next scene, one of them spits on Gizmo while Gizmo's just playing a trumpet. Such assholes. Gizmo and Barney are trying to have a good fucking time. Okay, but here's my question. How have Mogwais not already taken over the Earth? Jill. All they need right to reproduce to in obscene numbers is water yeah and then just eating whenever they want 
turns them into monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediately. How have we managed to control their population <laughs> yeah. thus far? I'm gonna Is guess this guy... <laughs> they do behavioral tests just cull all the ones that aren't sweet. <laughs> oh, maybe. Hey, but you're, you're not I was going to say, is this one guy in Chinatown protecting the world from chaos? Is that all his job? Uh, is? He was. <laughs> yeah. And another question. So we'll get to it, but these kind of mischievous versions of Gizmo eat and then turn into the reptilian gremlin. Mm-hmm. If Gizmo had eaten and turned into a gremlin, would he have been inherently evil? I think it's whatever you are. Pro- uh, look, you're getting the gremlin lore here, but <laughs> I, mean, lore. <laughs> I mean, it feels like they I were think- assholes before. It They're feels assholes like in their yeah. nature. Yeah, well, I think that when they become gremlins, they become very mischievous, but they're not all malicious. If we look forward, there's a few inside Dory's pub that are. Not doing anything really just bad. Just having fun. They're just hanging out. They're not <laughs> they're really doing their thing. <laughs> they're not really being monsters. I agree. I think they're just little shits. Yeah. Well, by the way, part of the uh, rated R cut, and uh, I'll probably bring a number of scenes up, but apparently in the rated R version of this movie, uh, Gizmo dies at the end. And then, I know, how heartbreaking. Not a fan of that. But then, oddly enough, his dead body, uh, he basically re-spawns as like a butterfly with wings and shit. And he that's his new thing. So maybe Gizmo was supposed to be something different. I don't that's know. Terrible ending. Yeah. Oh, when I was reading butterfly. it, I was like... Yeah, literally it said he sprouts wings and... But like on his body. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not like a real butterfly. Like he turns into a Gizmo butterfly. but yeah it's a real interesting read on how this was written and made me think chris columbus might have been doing drugs at the time but (laughs) yeah yeah uh so he as soon as he sees them spawn and tells his dad they're like we can profit off of this yeah we can sell these rand's first thought was all right time to make some more the peltzer pep he said, every kid in America is going to want one of these. Would they? Mm. They seem exhausting. Seem like they a do. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And this is exactly what our Chinese grandfather was trying to prevent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, do they just not get in the rain in China? They don't go outside. Oh, okay. Like, probably, I don't know what's going on. They clearly do whatever they want. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's fair enough. Yeah. I'm talking about when they're in the gizmo form. They do whatever they want. They were throwing darts at baby gizmo when they were in that form. Yeah, they tied oh, up they're... Barney in like Christmas lights. Yeah, they lights. tied up the sweet <laughs> little died. That... Well, that's because they're not under the watchful eye of the uh, Chinese grandfather. <laughs> I don't think he had. I think he might have trained gizmo to be as nice as he is. Maybe that was what happened. Maybe. Maybe they need more training. Maybe. Yeah. You know, but it didn't seem that way. <laughs> I also like that he's like, okay, there's multiple of them now. I gotta take this to my high school science teacher to see if yeah. he can get to the bottom of it. Because yeah. if a high school science teacher can't figure it out, who can? Mm-hmm. Who can? I'm pretty and... sure my high school science teacher was the volleyball coach. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Fair <laughs> enough, Jill. <laughs> 
Yeah. This is the expert that we need to take this to. Is there a college nearby with someone with a PhD to look at this, maybe? <laughs> I don't So he does go to the school in the next scene. Yes. And he's like, hey, watch this. Dumps more water on one of them. Mm-hmm. You know that causes them pain. Billy, yeah. You're a little fucked up. You are a weirdo. And again, I just have to reiterate, the reaction from that science teacher was not what it should have been. No. <laughs> he was a little bit aghast, but then he was like, you know what? Can I have one of these? Hey, <laughs> can I keep this one? Well, and some tests. Yeah. In reality, he would have been gone the next day going to... Going to National yeah, Geographic. To yeah. Yeah, Look yeah, what exactly. I discovered. <laughs> Dr. Werner would have been there to... Oh, Dr. Werner would have showed up. But before we get too far past this point, I want to know how exactly they strung up that dog. Yeah, I agree. How did we do that? And Barney didn't say anything? This dog weighs like, what, 40 pounds? Also, <laughs> Barney attacked Mrs. Deagle. I feel like he would have no qualms with fucking up one of these little critters. <laughs> yeah, I That's agree. True. How I... did they get these lights around him and string him up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think we can all agree they're assholes. Questions. Straight up assholes. Questions abound. And I, I will say the next scene when, again, Mister and Missus Peltzer have we're just like, huh? That's weird. The dog was strung up. I wonder if there's anything in our lives that have come along for this weird thing to happen. I guess not. Couldn't. It couldn't. It's yeah. gotta be Deagle. She did it. She, yeah, he's yeah. immediately like it was Missus Deagle. But even how would she do it? This bitch can't even walk up her own goddamn stairs. Say. <laughs> well, we don't Deagle know that yet. We don't know that She yet. doesn't seem That's like the true. kind to break, break and enter and then hang a dog up. <laughs> and how did you not hear someone stomping around on your front porch hanging your dog from Christmas lights? <laughs> did he not make any noise? Oh. I also just want to say, one of my favorite parts about the scene where they're all at the table is Mr. Peltzer going through his newfounded uh, inventions. And he just has... Four fly swatters connected to a drill. <laughs> That's his invention. <laughs> oh man, I absolutely love that. I love when he was like when he's calling from the invention convention, and he's like, "There's a lot of pros here." That's a little. <laughs> he's just holding his bathroom buddy. <laughs> oh, that is the saddest thing I've ever seen. His ten and a half pound <laughs> bathroom buddy. Y'all might help have to help me fill in on this next part because my oh. next note is I'm so glad caroling isn't real. So oh, I don't know what happened in between. Well, no, they do it right here. It's, it's... Oh, so he drops off... Not the gremlins caroling. There's actual oh, oh, no, people no. I was Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. I know where you're at. He's like so, walking with Kate. Yeah, so what happens yes. is he drops off the uh, spawned mogwai at the school. He's walking back, sees Kate... Working at the bargain, Mr. Fetterman's drunk. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. And they get Mr. Fetterman. And Mr. Fetterman Mentioned brings it. up the term gremlins. First yeah. person to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which technically just means uh, probably a little uh, xenophobia about uh, yeah. Asians putting things in. thousand percent. Making that work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, they basically tell Mr. Fetterman, hey, I uh, might just want to walk home tonight, Murray. <laughs> and... So he walks home. So then they Instead walk of home. driving your plow home. <laughs> <laughs> your Kentucky harvester, which you'll never shut up about. <laughs> they pass some carolers at a door, which is when I made this note. And then Caroling. Kate. Sorry. Could you imagine if a caroler showed up? Do you know how upset I would be? I would oh, be like, Mrs. Deagle. I'm not, I'm not listening. <laughs> no. You don't have to. <laughs> I have Netflix. Yeah, but how... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not gonna stand here. No. And watch you sing to me. Absolutely. Fuck off. I would <laughs> consider it assault. Yeah. Honestly. Do they ask when they knock on the door, like, "Hey, can we sing for you?" Or do they just start singing? I, I do think. think I think they ask though. No, and, there's and, no way. No, all right. Huh? Oh. Have you ever met an acapella group? They just, <laughs> they just, they don't even knock. Yeah. They're just out there singing. Yeah. Corey, it is Corey, and I mean this with the utmost respect. It is almost shocking to me that you are not part of a caroling group. I'm starting to think he is because he's kind of defending it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> that right there is the problem with carolers. I'll never tell. Yeah. They could be any one of us. Yeah, they could be. They're just mixed into our society. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I have never agreed so much with Mrs. Deagle when she was about to throw water on them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best reaction I could have had to. Yeah, carolers are... I no would thanks. I would love to see Andrew Caroling just out there seeing King Wenceslas or something like that. Dude, I would just King love Wenceslas. to see Andrew being so incredibly awkward after he opens the door and realized they're caroling for him. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Ooh, him? <laughs> yes, it's, it's it's good. I uh, think you all know okay. me well enough to know I would just stand there being mad as fuck. <laughs> but to I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Still wearing a black polo. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Else. Just kind of shifting. It's really good. Kicking, kicking the snow or dust if there's no snow. Another song? Okay. Oh, no. we're Shoot. doing another one. Okay. Make requests. Can you do? Uh, um, do you know Half Daddies by Share? <laughs> they immediately leave. <laughs> oh, one oh, of them. Gay. <laughs> One of them, huh? No, we're going to the next Jesus house. She doesn't love you. <laughs> so it's as we're game. passing, it's these a game. Joyous carolers. We hone in on the conversation Ugh. that these guys are having. Yeah. And Kate, being her Fucking dandy self. <laughs> oh, just uh, pure joy. He's talking joy. about people committing suicide yeah. Yeah. during the holidays, and. Her amazing line from this was, while everyone else is opening up presents, they're opening up their wrists. Jesus Christ. I did did not remember that line. I remember her her monologue later on. That line, though. Oh, well. No, she starts early with it. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to have a big suicide conversation. She was a downer. By the way, if I was Billy's friend, I'd be like a red flag. Get out of here. I, I remember talking to Blaine about this, and I was like, why is he attracted to her? Like, <laughs> oh, okay, she's, she's hot. attractive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get yeah, it. But yeah, God, she does not seem like fun to be around. No, no. But their dynamic is so weird because she's obviously upset at his reaction to her being hating Christmas. She's like, I'm not some sort of leper. And then five seconds later, he's like, you want to go on a date with me? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. God, I am turned on by just troubled women. Can you please? I, if, I if I was her, I'd be you. like, hey, let's maybe ask me later when I'm not mad about the conversation we had seconds ago. And she's deeply into it. She's like, sure. Well, yeah, let's go is. out. I feel like she was like wanting him to ask. Well, yeah. Why she hates Christmas at that point, And he oh, didn't. I feel like that's more so what she was mad about. Let's be honest. Kate is constantly looking for a door to open to that conversation. <laughs> because later on, she does not get a door. Yeah. She is 
searching for someone to even crack that door. Later on, she kicks down that door. Oh, absolutely. What's the story she's been dying to tell? <laughs> I think we all should probably mention uh, Phoebe Cates, Kevin Klein's wife. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know who Kevin Klein is. Oh, oh wow. You'd love him. He's great. Do I? Yeah, you know, you do know him. You've seen him and stuff. Kevin Klein. What? She would know him from uh, uh, Wild, I love you Wild to... West. Okay. Yes, I love Will you Smith's death. partner in Wild Wild West. Don't don't drop that. Like I'm a huge Wild Wild West. I haven't seen it <laughs> since 1995. But you have seen it. I doubt you've seen a fish called Wanda or In and Out. He's great in and out. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, or Dave, Dave is good. Remember Dave? You ever see Dave? He's oh president. God, Dave is good. Kevin Klein does have quite a. I I love you to death is my favorite Kevin Klein movie. Corey, I cannot believe we've never talked about I love you to death because I think about that movie so much and it is so fucking good. It's great. Let's let's yeah. let's let's do a let's let's find a way to that incorporate is, that in the podcast. That's gonna be on a list somewhere because I absolutely Kevin don't. Klein bracket. <laughs> I, I, we could do some pretty fun ones. Yeah. And I have not seen any of these movies. I, you, I, that's why I said the one that I knew you would have seen. I've seen it, but... And let me just say, as much shit as the movie in and out gets, it's still a really good movie. Oh, it's... Definitely Maybe. Who is he in Definitely Maybe? Oh, well, Jill's, Jill's on the Definitely Maybe, okay. Maybe a dad. Probably a dad. Oh, he was, he was, he was Maurice in Beauty and the Beast remake. So there you go. Yeah. Really? He was, yeah. Oh. Oh, the dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, listen, I know it's Bell's dad, and that's it. I don't know what. <laughs> I didn't know he had a name. Okay. Anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah. Married to Phoebe Cates. It's our Kevin um, Klein chunk. <laughs> All right. So then we're at the school at nighttime. Mm. Teacher's running some experiments. Yeah, he's trying to get the moon in the least experimenty um, setting. He's like, uh, yeah, I'll just. Uh, Take some blood. I do like the line. Uh, I'll take a little bit. You'll never miss it. I don't know why. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah, it is 100% true. And I think we should probably also mention to the uh, filmmakers of this movie, way to go on the one African-American character in the movie. (laughs) Just one. First to go. And don't want to spoil. (laughs) Yeah, don't want to spoil it. First to die as well. God knows. Oh, boy. Yeah. Couldn't let him last. Um, it's a staple of the genre. Fair, fair enough. That's true. Fair <laughs> enough, Jill. Yeah. Christmas movie, she means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Huh. Where are yeah. we? I don't. I have so no idea. My we, notes are just right here. We jump yeah. back and forth from school to the house a lot of times. I have so a note that says they have really randomly placed Christmas decor. Yeah. Oh, we. Sh- yeah, but it's midnight. Big, oh, yeah, we're, he- we're heading towards midnight. Yeah. So yeah. The, so big part here is the feeding after midnight. Yeah. So Billy's in his room and the non-gizmo Mogwai are mm-hmm. restless. And he checks. He's like, I can't feed you. And we're like, well. It's not. He looks at his clock. It's not yet midnight. It's eleven forty. So he, there's a thousand chicken wings just sitting in his refrigerator. <laughs> so he did bring, no one eat. <laughs> that's, that's the question I asked. So he I brings, his poor mom was pissed when she woke up and all the chicken was gone. Yeah, I'm sure she planned that for another meal. Mm-hmm. That's our Christmas chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this poor woman's gone through enough. Okay, like we don't need to add on to her, Billy. Yeah. yeah. So so Billy goes upstairs and and. Gives all the 
Mogwai, the chicken, except for Gizmo. Gizmo's like, I'm just going to read my comic book. Um, I don't want any chicken. Gizmo's like, it's after midnight, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, so they devour... <laughs> I know the rules. They, <laughs> they, you know, they devour the chicken. And then... Uh, and, uh, the grossest just way possible. Pretty nasty. Yeah. Straight out of Denethor from Lord of the Rings eating his chicken. <laughs> you remember that scene? I, I, yeah, I, everybody. Yeah, I think about it time. all the time. <laughs> I Yeah, so the, like the drippy wine he's coming like, down. He's his... like chomping on a tomato and eating chicken the grossest way you could possibly. While mm-hmm. their beautiful song is playing in the background. <laughs> it's great. It's a great yes. scene. <laughs> Jill and I prefer the Hobbit series. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, and then we go back to the school and uh teacher's eating a sandwich and leaves a sandwich. He just, who abandons a sandwich that <laughs> yeah. far through? Yeah. A little sandwich, too. There's like one bite. Also, I don't really know how like these scenes jump around, but if you look at the clock behind the teacher, it's 2.20 in the morning. Yeah. How did he think it was still 11.40 when it was 2.20 in the morning? That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, like, you weren't that wrapped up in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What right? are we doing How long do you think that movie is? Was, oh, fucking Gizmo's face while that was happening was the best. <laughs> it was the saddest face. Sweet Gizmo. And again, the, the underwhelming nature of the fact that this... A pet of mine is reading a comic book and is able to respond. <laughs> no one, no one. We well, get it. Move on. And my that brain's right. spilling out of my ears at all times. <laughs> like this, this thing can read. Constantly blowing my mind. And understands the art of 3D. <laughs> um, and then that leads you right in the next scene where Billy wakes up and we have a whole bunch of pods. Just in his room, and he's just like, "It looks like the uh, the Mogwai." Yeah, it's like, his, in... uh, "I guess I'm going to work." <laughs> yeah, well, nothing to do. And his mom comes up and is like, what? "Did you feed him after midnight?" And he's like, "No." And then he looks at his clock, and the the Mogwai had ripped his clock out of the wall, Those so it was not working. Mm-hmm. They tricked him. They love, and then right he and then he's wire. like, "What's going on here, mom?" It's like, have you not the figured most... any of this out yet? <laughs> yeah, Zach Galligan gives gives the phrase "less is more" way too much credit. He is so underwhelmed by everything. <laughs> hey, mom, what what's going on here? Do you there's track five? Us? <laughs> <laughs> there's five giant pods. Huh? Weird. They went, well, they went for something really <laughs> cuddly, and those pods look like something straight out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll be okay. I'm going to go to work. I'm just going to leave him here. Mom, keep an eye on these places. I got a hard shift at the bank. Uh, yeah. And then we go to uh, back to the school where that particular mogwai has turned into a pod as Because well. it ate it his sandwich. sandwich. Mm-hmm. Snuck his sandwich. And then we go to the bank. That's right. You go to the bank. And, uh, but the part that makes me laugh out loud before that is when this teacher goes, it's a, it's a cocoon. Yes. He's in a cocoon. Yes. <laughs> Me too, Jill, and for only reasons that you and I probably know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I also love the part where Corey Feldman was like, he's like, it's inside the cocoon, it's going through some changes. Like my mom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. Ooh, Corey. You know what? Menopause is hard, you guys. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then 
we go back to the bank where we got to get another Mrs. Deagle cutting in front of line because she's fucking queen bee of this place. <laughs> I would have slapped her old ass. Was she? This thread right is even more, o- more open. She's like, I'm going to give your dog a slow death. I'm like, somebody stop me because yeah. I'm going to destroy this woman. <laughs> how would nobody line drown? just like, yeah, that. No. No. I would have drowned her in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's also illegal. I mean, that is a threat. Against yeah. at least your property, if you want to look at it like that. No joke. Animal cruelty is apparently A-OK in this town. Yeah. It's not a real charge. It's like, well, your dog messed up a Christmas decoration. It was so. a Bavarian snowman. When yeah. she slowly tortured it, he kind of had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we should give credit to Mrs. Deagle. She was played by the great, uh, maybe one of the best named actresses, Polly Holiday. I saw holiday. that, and I said that's yeah. a god-awful name as the credits were oh, Different take, uh, different take. <laughs> yeah, different take. By Holly the way, uh, if you're unfamiliar with her from TV land like I am, she was in the television show. Uh, she was the star of the television show Flow, where she played the titular Flow. Blaine will remember her uh, as a <laughs> reference in the movie Dumb and Dumber when he says... <laughs> that's where that came hey, from. Flo? Apparently she was yeah. in the, the Parent Trap sequel, or... Remake. I don't remember what she was in that. With Lindsay Lohan? She Lohan? was the director at the camp. Um, she was. She was. Wow. That is, that's wild. Good for you, Polly Holiday. All right. There you go. I imagine she's long dead, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Yikes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my apologies uh, no. if she's not. I do not believe she's dead. <laughs> Still alive, Polly. She okay, is, my bad, everybody. Alive. Well, we just lost a listener, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Polly. I'm sorry. The Polly Holly Holiday fan club. I'm going to say 85 years old. There you go. Oh, shit. Wow. She looks good. She, uh, yeah, she. You look. You're doing great, Polly. You're doing great, Polly. <laughs> you looked good then. And I'm, it looks better now. Better, better, better now. now. I did not think you were 85 when this movie was made. No, at absolutely all. not. Nothing would have made me think that. So then the egg <laughs> She's hatch. 85 now, which means she was 40? <laughs> wow. Oh. 40, huh? <laughs> so Mrs. Deagle was in her 40s. Playing a widow? It was in her 50s. I mean, it's 30 people years die ago. at any time, I guess. Okay, fair enough, Corey. It was 30. Yeah. 37 years, 38 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. That make you really <laughs> put life in perspective, does it? <laughs> Holy I feel like shit. we're watching Jaws all over again. Yeah. Yeah. She was on whatever diet uh, Quint was on. <laughs> the whiskey and cigarettes diet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, then the eggs were shown the eggs hatching. Mm. Uh, Billy? Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Yeah, Billy's mom is uh, using the... By the way, I guess, give Peltzer credit. He was trying to invent the first uh, cordless phone when he made that uh, walkie-talkie-esque thing that she uses. This poor lady just can't answer the fucking phone. I know. Hello, she's I just mean, like, he's, he's not there. You don't have to use these things. It makes you think. I feel kind of... like he's wired them so that that's the only way it works or something. <laughs> but yeah. then she picks it up and it works. No, then he, he asks, he's like, are you using the cordless face? Like, are you using it? She's like, no, I'm in the other room. <laughs> yeah, the emotional abuse this poor woman is probably had to endure. At the school, yeah. uh, the teacher, it, 
he comes into the room, realizes the egg is hatched, doesn't see the gremlin or the mogwai at that point, yeah. and then it's it, it starts to get a little spooky. He's trying to to catch it, mm-hmm. uh, figure out where it went, and then he thinks he has it. He's going to give it a candy bar up from under the desk. Reaches under there, and then ah yeah ah! yeah, but not before he calls Billy. And tells Billy, hey, they it hatched. hatched. And then Billy's like, uh-oh. I'll be right there. I'm going to leave my job. Go. <laughs> I'm going to leave my job that I constantly get in trouble for being late yeah. to. Uh, and then at that point, they're hatching at the Peltzer house, too. Right. And this is where poor Mrs. Peltzer was uh, emotionally abused for answering the phone instead of using the gadget. <laughs> and um, yeah. can I also just say, maybe the shittiest cookies I've ever seen in my life? And they did I, not look good. No, they didn't look appealing at all. I he made was that comment as well. Mowing mm-hmm. them down though. Oh, the gremlin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they eat a lot of things though, so I don't know they if too. I t- trust them. So. so as we're like watching this part, I was telling Blaine, I think we should reinstate the this dumb bitch award for the teacher <laughs> putting a candy bar in his hand and just pushing it under oh, the desk, no, no, no. trying to get this gremlin to eat it out of his hand. Yeah. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You don't know what the yeah. fuck this thing turned into. Would you, you feed a raccoon that, that way? You saw that cocoon. It is not going to be pretty coming out of there. You just, no. you just know. And not to mention, it's making monster noises. <laughs> like, it yeah. doesn't sound fun either. Oh, we but haven't talked about the, the noises. End, the way that, like, this gremlin has incapacitated this teacher was injecting him with something. Did we, you guys? Uh, yeah, when Billy comes back and finds the teacher's dead body. It's got a syringe stabbed it's got in his ass. A syringe stabbed in his butt. But, yeah. Like, well, apparently, what I was reading is part of the rated R version of this movie. Uh, Billy walks in, and the teacher is dead in his chair, but his whole face is full with syringes. Oof. Like the gremlin just stabbed him all in the face with syringes, and now they're just sticking out. Turn so I guess pinhead. to get that, yeah, real pinhead. So I guess to get that PG rating, they uh, took a little bit of that out. Maybe. Wait, they is this PG? Yeah, yeah, Corey. This is a PG rated <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh, oh, that's another fun fact about this movie. This movie and Indiana Jones: Temple of Doom are the two reasons we have the PG thirteen rating. Very because fun. the ratings board were like, I've heard that before. Yeah, the ratings board was like, uh, we need something right there in the middle of PG and R. This is a eighties PG. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. the next scene, mom goes on a killing spree and kills three gremlins Good in less than a minute. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Brutally. Mom yeah. just gets to work, just wanting wow. ass in her she house. Does, she yeah. doesn't wait to ask questions no. at all. She None. does not. She wants ass. It's incredible. And let me just say that uh, Do You Hear What I Hear by Nat King Cole. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I hear this, so I think good. of this movie. Same. I, yeah. Me and my siblings were terrified of that song when we were little because of yes. this movie. So, yeah. So, Mrs. Peltzer at that point, she goes into the kitchen and she sees, uh, I'm guessing, like four, three feet tall fucking creatures eating up all her food. And I hate to keep bringing this up, seemed a little underwhelmed by this. You know what? She seemed she seemed ready. Oh, she like, was ready she to go. She had some anger pent up. <laughs> she doesn't even think before she kills that first one in the blender. No. She knows. Well, I got to know. I didn't think that was a blender. <laughs> I that was just That was an odd 
I thought, I thought, I thought that was a stand <laughs> yeah. mixer, and then when she put him in it and turbo blended him, I was like, that's a food processor? Okay. Well, knowing, knowing Mr. Peltzer's <laughs> abilities, it might have been a fax machine. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> we really don't know. <laughs> when you got to send a fax and you're in the kitchen. Yeah. You ball it up, put it in this giant bowl, and then send it. Ball it. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird machine. It looked like it was almost... Just built to chop a gremlin to pieces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, again, taking out all her hostility on her terrible husband, she stabs this one gremlin she to death. Psychos it. <laughs> yeah. I think she may be the only person in the movie who blatantly murders the gremlins like that. She just she stabs them yeah. over and over. <laughs> and then puts one in a microwave and explodes it. <laughs> yep. Uh which got to be a rough way to go, right? <laughs> that one can't be nice. <laughs> but then they get the upper hand. They take her they down. Do. They knock the tree over on her. Mm-hmm. You know what? Whatever happened to tinsel? Tinsel everywhere in this movie. Uh, I still everywhere. See you see tinsel? People I haven't put seen tinsel, tinsel on their trees a lot. I think people got tired of fucking cleaning it up. That's what I <laughs> yeah. said to It's like putting glitter on your it's, tree. Yeah, it looks like a nightmare to deal with. Uh, yeah, so she now, gets knocked I do down. Use, I do use tinsel every day. You. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Carry on. You know, what do you got? <laughs> All right, you tinsel. <laughs> oh, no. Again, hey, it's just for me. Corey, it's too early on Christmas morning. (laughs) I gotta go check on these cookies. (laughs) Those cookies are still (laughs) an hour and a half later. Those cookies are toast. Jill. (laughs) Corey, you know Jill has a method. (laughs) She's cooking them on 15 degrees. At a certain point, I can't be, I can be a little instructive. (laughs) An hour and a half is too long for cookies. I can't sit here impartial. She slow roasts her cookies. Yeah. So the, the oven is set for 12 degrees for five days. Crock pot cookie. Sound, just makes cookie loaf. Yeah. Uh, I put it in my, my pressure machine. My pressure machine. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Put him in your gremlin grinding machine. Yeah, that's it. Pressure machine. So Mrs. Uh, yeah, so pretzel or uh, starts... what? <laughs> uh, anyway, so she's in the living room and the the Christmas tree attacks her with a gremlin, right? But I will say, genuinely, that is kind of a creepy scene with the gremlin's eyes glowing. when it's in the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can barely see him and then you fully see him. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene. Yeah, and then uh, Billy gets home and chops that one's head right off. Into the uh, right fireplace. Into the fireplace. It is also disturbing to see a gremlin choking Miss Peltzer to death with a rope. <laughs> that was a little rough too. Uh, if you want to know, uh, again, part of the rated R version of this movie. During this scene, we see her kill the three gremlins. It cuts to Billy, uh, and he gets home and he opens the door and he starts calling for his mom. And then all of a sudden, Mrs. Peltzer's head falls down the stairs. The gremlins cut her head off. And that's how Billy realizes, or Billy finds her dead. 
Uh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Instead, yeah. Mom just goes to stay at a neighbor's <laughs> house, and then she's out for the rest of the movie. It's That's what weird. I was going to say. It feels like up until the last minute they made that decision, because then she disappears from the rest of the movie. Golly. But could you imagine what... The- this movie would have took a turn for sure. A real turn? Yeah. I hope that I wouldn't have seen it. But we both know that's not true. I, we all it. know that we probably would have seen it sooner. Probably. <laughs> you imagine, you imagine These gremlins rape people. We gotta see this. <laughs> you imagine the scene, though, where Kate is telling her story about how her dad died. And Billy's like, we don't have time for this. By the way, my mom just died. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. So, laughs> By the way, my mom was decapitated <laughs> Mere hours ago. Get over it, Kate. <laughs> so what wraps this scene up is Stripe blowing his nose into the curtains <laughs> Why? and then no, right jumping here, out the window. Stripe's a real piece of shit. Stripe's a, but Stripe, shit. and I would say this, he is a showman. He's always waiting to make sure people see him do something. Oh, yeah. He's an attention whore for sure. That's part of what makes him such a little piece of shit. Yep. Uh, blow his nose. Blow his nose. What a fuck you. That's the worst thing he does in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. In a movie where he kills numerous people. But that <laughs> felt... That was a little too personal for me. You little shit. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> um, and then from there, uh, they follow... I might be skipping something, but they follow Stripe to the oh, YMCA. Yeah. Uh, young man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, they go to the uh, Kingston Falls YMCA facility, which and, is always fun. And this is where uh, he is running through snow the whole time. Now I yep. get it; snow is not stripe. technically stripe. Snow is not technically water, but it melts, and there definitely be, some of it would be melting on his feet. And so mm-hmm. there should be trails of little gremlins. <laughs> yep, you're and not wrong. One thing we didn't talk about too is the gremlin from the school escaped. And we didn't technically ever see him connect with Stripe and all. You assume they probably connect with the roving group of gremlins that's to come. But just mm-hmm. saying, I never really 100% saw him uh, not just escape the town. He could still be <laughs> in that school. Maybe. Well, which I think would have been an interesting story. Just a random gremlin in your school for the rest of the time. Eats a kid every once in a while. rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently there's no lifespan on... The Maguire or the Grimlon. Maguire. The Maguire Grimlon. <laughs> so Stripe uh, cannonballs into the pool. But mm-hmm. but but has a full lead into the building and just hides out so Billy can see him cannonball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, That's just true. to be a dick. <laughs> and I, we really got to talk about the Grimlins who have razor sharp claws because it rips through B- Billy's chest in this scene. He gets him. Mm-hmm. He gets him good. He gets him good. Uh, now, one thing Jill brought up earlier about how have the gremlins not taken over the world at this point? Uh, Stripe jumps into a full Olympic-sized pool, right? Yeah. So, this bothered me, being I'm this OCD. But, so, my thing is this. Stripe jumps into the pool, and if we're going by the strict basis that maybe only gremlins and mogwais can shoot five out at a time. Mm-hmm. All right, so they multiply by five every time they get wet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did a little Excel math here. So <laughs> if Stripe had five people, or five people, five gremlins come off of him in that pool, if you extrapolate that for 
Uh, let's see. Meaning those five would then have five, so on and so forth. An Olympic-sized swimming pool. Yes. So, at that point, at on the tenth cycle of that, there would be 1.9 million gremlins. Jesus. Now, here's even better. On the twentieth cycle of that, there would be 19 trillion gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> They would take over the world and then some. <laughs> I gotta wonder if just like a couple started getting out of the pool going, all right, this just hurts. I don't want to. I can't do this anymore. So yeah, that, Jill, you're right. How the fuck has this not happened? <laughs> 19 trillion. Trillion. Not million, not billion, trillion gremlin. That would be devastating. Oh my God. <laughs> There would be nothing left of this world. So yeah, that... And again, I'm sure they weren't thinking about that when they made this movie, but it's one of those things where I was like, I gotta figure this out. I gotta look at this. Instead, they just filled a cinema's worth of gremlins. Yeah, yeah. At best, there's what? A couple hundred? A large amount, to be sure, but... Yeah. I mean, enough to be very dangerous, but not 19 trillion that it could have been. All right. Uh, So yeah, so Stripe... Uh, multiplies, Billy runs out, makes a pretty decent decision because I'm with Billy on this. Once I saw Stripe jump in there and know what the outcome was going to be, it's like, yeah, I got to go. I'm going to leave town. I'm yeah. the authorities. Yeah. I was well, saying, we haven't talked about the sound yet that they make when they, the, that very like, like that, I hearing that, that like compounded over and over. If I was Billy, I'd be like, I, I'm gonna. What am I going to do? Yeah, <laughs> somebody kill me. What am I don't want to. <laughs> Fuck this town. <laughs> Gotta go. Do. <laughs> uh, and then from there, the gremlins go to Murray's house. Yeah, we got. Can we talk. just start the scene? Murray hates his wife. He does, <laughs> and she's and so jolly. She's just she's so sweet. The. And you gotta think, the torment this woman has probably been through her whole life <laughs> to yeah. still maintain this great attitude and sweetness I is love, pretty wild. He was like, stop messing with the TV. She's like, I don't have the thing. <laughs> She's been so <laughs> nice. She, she is so sweet. She's like adjusting their fake fireplace. It's great. I love her. He hates her guts. Yeah, he, Murray hates her. Mm. And I don't appreciate it. She <laughs> deserved better. She deserved so much better. But Apparently, fan favorites because you would you you're led to believe that they're dead. They are mm-hmm. not. They are not dead. They are in the sequel. They are, and Mister Futterman's like a fucking hero in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, total character change. Yeah, uh, no longer a drunk nuisance. He's just a superhero. Well, your much. life might turn around too if you're in that situation. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> shape it up. If Haunted a by that. You're yeah. ever in your house, <laughs> driven by a bunch of gremlins. Not the Kentucky Harvester. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah, so we lose the Fetterman's tech for, at least we think we do, in a fairly disturbing scene that they get would get crushed to death, which is how the... By his own plow. Yeah. That's how the original was. That his own the, beloved uh, plow. The Fetterman's were crushed by the uh, Harvester. But... Um, I just want to say, these gremlins adapted to society really quickly so quickly they figured shit out like we just kind of watched the gremlins wreak havoc on this town and all the <laughs> like they've figured out brake lines 
they've figured out electricity, mm-hmm. stoplights, guns, like guns, of <laughs> uh, human traits, uh, games like poker, chainsaws. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they adapt. Clothing. We haven't gotten clothing. that scene. The best scene of the movie is coming up. Uh, they cracked yeah. me up when we cut to the bar scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because why is she serving this? Yeah. God. Literally, she, she's trying she's her best. I wrote down, I said, the work ethic on Kate. Like, To which I said, this is not much different than any other day in the service industry. <laughs> it's so true. No questions asked, serving them, serving them nonstop. I just love that Kate's in the bar, during, you know, doing her normal shift, and they come in and she's like, well, Somebody's got to serve them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, She's not like, even getting paid. No. <laughs> but in between so this, someone else said um, before we get there, Billy goes to the sheriff's office and a young Jonathan Banks is in this movie that I never knew. He sure is. Like Mike Herman looks, Trout. Yeah. If you go near my granddaughter. <laughs> my um, granddaughter. It's <laughs> eh, a Breaking Bad for anybody that doesn't know. Uh, so. He's also in Community. He's he great in community. community. Love him in community. Also, just recently saw him in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He's one of the killers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's even younger in that one. Yeah. Ah, maybe the same age. It is odd to see him young because if you watch uh, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, he is he's a, grand- least... he's a grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Well, he looks about 100 in that show. I don't know what life he led, but he looks way older. But... Can we just go ahead and say that the Kingston Falls Police Department, the most useless two human beings on the face of the earth? On earth. Not yeah. doing great. They didn't, Not do, doing great. they didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're getting wasted, first of all. <laughs> I love how he's like, I'm driving. He's like, you're drunk. I'm driving. I'm the sheriff. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. You don't have to say that last part. He's drunk. <laughs> and now that I'm just thinking about it, uh, why... When Billy's going through all this trouble to explain something terrible is happening in town, why didn't he just say, oh, and by the way, if you don't believe me, you can go to the fucking high school and there's a dead body there, which I have still not called the police about. Well, he started to and they scratched him. Oh, that's a good point, Jill. (laughs) That just scratched him. Oh, my hand. I need some gauze. (laughs) Yeah. So from there... The cops are out on the chase, and then we go to Mrs. Daigle's house yes. for some good times. Or Deagle. Either one. Yeah, yeah. Deagle. I said Deacon earlier. <laughs> yep. um, we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. So It's an early Christmas morning, everybody. She, uh, this is when you first see the Gremlins are starting to wear human clothes. They're dressed <laughs> yeah. as carolers, and they're standing outside of her house. Well, they let's not forget they can also read because one pops out of the ground and reads the real estate sign. Hey, D- Deagle. Is it Stripe? Yeah. Is Stripe the one? I can't remember. I think that's Stripe. Yeah. Deagle, Deagle, Deagle. Um, yeah, so they're out there, and then one of them rewires her uh, chair lift. I just want to say, she's got an extravagant 
spiral staircase. And when they pan yeah. to the outside of her house, it's a very like normal small house. Yeah. Like it, this staircase must take up two thirds of her home. I agree. It is huge. I thought she was supposed to be in like a mansion when they first show her like coming down it. Yeah. And the portraits of her husband. And they pan to the outside of her house and it's like a two bedroom. It doesn't look much different than the outside of Billy's house. No, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It looks pretty much the same. Where's the room for the staircase? And like we mentioned before, yeah. she's a cat lady. A pigsty on the inside. Lord. Ugh. Yeah. She's and all of her cats are named after different money. Mm. Uh, That's so. right. Dollar <laughs> Bill is a great name for a pet, though. You gotta love it. Yeah, it, it fits her. It for it sure does. fits her. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just kind of like ripped off the neighbor from Wizard of Oz and just turned it into a banker. The neighbor from Wizard of Oz. The one who tries to kill Toto from the very beginning. Oh, okay, okay. The bitch Sorry. on the bike. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. The witch. The witch. Witch. Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 same. Yeah. Same woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> same woman. Same character traits. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen the Wizard of Oz. I don't. Well, I guess I never <laughs> thought of her as the neighbor. I didn't. When you say neighbor, I think of someone like reaching out the door. Hey, neighbor. I didn't, I'm sorry. Like, hey, Auntie M. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey. Uh, <laughs> all I think about is. The SNL bit where it's like some short people come to to say to see her just comes back. It's like, did you make like a whole Munchkin land about us? <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> like that's fucked up. Munchkin land. That's fucked up. Speaking of fucked up, so the Gremlins yep. launch Mrs. Deagle Deagle out out of a window <laughs> yep about 900 feet and speaking of the witch and w- wicked witch this was like uh tonally almost the same thing with her feet and everything that was pretty funny yeah 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 oh, that's uh, a good point that's cool yeah when you were kids did this fuck you up at all that they killed mrs deagle no no, no oh, okay i think See, i never i think as a young kid i didn't put together that oh this is a terrible human being <laughs> like you know like Oh, she has no empathy. She's a monster. Like, and then when she dies, you're like, yeah, she, you're kind of an asshole. Good riddance. Yeah. Was that the same kill from the R version? Did it say? It did. Uh, that well, the unfortunately, only certain people have gotten to go through the R-rated version of the script, and they only really listed the major differences with okay. the movie. Got it. Yeah. So I'm assuming that never changed. That Mrs. Deagle was launched out of that which is again a pretty cool stunt she dies in such a silly way it's hard to be disturbed by it yeah i'm assuming the actual cause of death is like her neck breaking when she busts through this the roof (laughs) i bet when you land land, on concrete yeah i think she probably is trauma i'm thinking she's dead before she lands though oh could be and again we get the kingston falls police department at its best they're like oh I think That's that Mrs. was Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> he said, I want to go home. Yeah. He is. He's like, I, I want to go back to the station, please. <laughs> they're like, oh, the... <laughs> My favorite was they watched Santa Claus get murdered in front of them and do nothing <laughs> to help. They're just <laughs> rolling their window up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he plays Santa every year. What's he got all over him? Um, I don't know. Who cares? Maybe help him? <laughs> like, do something. Not tonight. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So then we go to the bar. Yeah. And this is where it just <laughs> just comes off the rails. They let they let loose and have fun. I love it. It's the My best. note here it's is the best. If you can't beat them, like 
Have a good time. They seem like they're having a great time. Yeah. Just sit down and play some poker. Yeah. I mean, they've learned so much in their small time on this earth. They've decided to keep Kate around. 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's already deep into blues. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the, the noir guy in the corner. Yeah, like yeah. just smoking by himself, whiskey. He's one that was like, he's probably a nice mogwai. And he just he just has to nope. suffer these he fools. He didn't ask for this. Yeah. I personally love that Stripe had him a gremlin in drag right next to him while he yeah. played poker. Precursor <laughs> to uh, the she, the she gremlin from uh, 2. Yes. Uh, by the way, I think uh, Gremlins 2 saw this scene and they said, let's extrapolate this scene to <laughs> an hour and a half. The whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> let's just make this the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? They were right. Yeah. It works great. There's He's also a sweating a, behind the bar. There's a fantastic Key and Peele bit about that. Just like a lunatic comes in and pitches Grimlet's tooth. It's great. That nothing, I, and maybe this is a little hyperbole, but I don't know if I've laughed as hard at a Key and Peele sketch as that one. That one <laughs> is amazing. If you've never seen uh, the Key and Peele Grimlet's two pitch meeting, you are missing out. Highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. It's just so insane. Yeah, so one of we, them has turned to a life of crime already. The ski mask and the gun. Yeah. One of them's wearing leg warmers and doing flash dance. <laughs> yeah. Flash dance. Yeah. One of them is like a streaker all of a sudden. That in yeah. yeah, flasher. That He's was a flasher. <laughs> flasher. He had a the trench coat. Hand puppets made me laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Interrupting messing, the messing one being serious. <laughs> yeah, he has hand puppets on. Uh, Stripe shoots a cheater at poker, which is great. Uh, one gets launched into a sign and dies. And then Kate's just trying to light their cigarettes. I don't understand. Well, she finally realized that she can use light to escape. Because no one's told her. She has no idea. That's Kate true. doesn't know the rules. She, she just has a rules. story and she's looking to tell it. <laughs> Poor Kate has just accepted this as just another thing that's happened to her. Like, I guess I work here for these gremlins now. (laughs) now. I mean, they did. uh, It would have been another Christmas. It'd been fun to watch them come in one at a time. And she's (laughs) like, "Do you want a beer?" (laughs) I wonder how many other things she would have served had they come in. (laughs) She's in the back work in the kitchen. Well, here's your here's your nachos. All right. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, never mind. Sorry. Did you mean like other creatures? Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> like some deer. Came. Oh. Age was like, oh, she was serving looks, is what she was serving. <laughs> she was no, serving. No, I thought you meant what? You I'm know, she was serving nachos. beer. I wonder what she'd make next. Potato skins. <laughs> God. I was, hey. I was running with you. I was going with it. I appreciate it. that. I was running, running, running past him, I think, in this case. Um, I for sure did. We have to get to this next part. Well, yeah, oh. so, so she, she uses a camera just... to escape the gremlins, yeah. and, and Billy, Billy arrives simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And then One they run off. a gun in her face first. Yeah, let's not. And wearing a ski mask. Yeah. So. Fires it, but they get away. Mm-hmm. And they start their trudge down the street. 
<laughs> of pure chaos. <laughs> of pure chaos. And out of nowhere, Kate goes, well, I've always hated Christmas. <laughs> well, she's like, well, well this will be my second reason to hate yes. Christmas. <laughs> Which is like, now she's basically saying, you have to Christmas. ask me what my first one is, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, they go into the bank to take a break, I guess. Well... Yeah, and he's Billy's looking for stuff like to use resources. Yeah. Resources. <laughs> they have Gizmo, of course. Gizmo's with right, them. and she tells this, and she goes on this monologue about how her dad dresses Santa Claus for Christmas. Got okay. yeah, broke his neck in their chimney when I was nine years old. And My dad died. Was to come home from work. <laughs> Again, no one asked for this. And they stayed there. They never and, came home. It took four days to find his body. Never noticed to... until we, we noticed the, the smell. The smell. <laughs> the smell. God. Um, yeah, I, I just want to throw it out there. It's incredible. This is the <laughs> most... I didn't remember this part until oh, I watched this movie I will at Christmas never forget this last part. year. And I was like wrapping presents and like doing other stuff. It was just on in the background. And I happened to catch this part and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I just listen to? Uh, this... Perhaps the most unnecessary part of any movie I've ever seen. Insane. <laughs> and yet but... somehow would would be upset if that wasn't in there <laughs> i would be like there's something it missing is, from this movie <laughs> it is so effective and disturbing that it's amazing it's at, but like you said no one asked for this <laughs> absolutely no one and i'm gonna relate back to what i was saying at the beginning of how kate has obviously been in this town for a long time this is we the, assume a great that point he has too. Yeah. we assume that they've known each other since they were children how did he not oh, know yeah. about this? <laughs> How does everyone in, in town... This small town... This is my next note. If you grew up in this town, surely you'd know how her dad died. Point. Yeah. Right? She said the fire... That would be... That would be... The fireman had to come over and tear their chimney down yeah. and remove his body. Yeah. Well, it's a local legend. No one would not know that story. Can you imagine yeah. someone look. in your hometown dying that way? <laughs> One of your friend's dads? Yeah. Well, I always knew he was dead. I just never thought to ask. First of all, Miss Deagle alone would have told everybody. I didn't put um, it together that yes. he was the body they pulled out of your chimney. So your dad was dressed as Santa and he was dead in your chimney? Weird. Also, what, what if he would have just been like, yeah, everyone knows that story. Yeah. <laughs> Kate. Why the dramatics? Everybody. Yeah, Billy just looks at her for a minute and is just like, Yeah. We know. <laughs> you know. You've told me that you're going to tell us every day. <laughs> but, like, he does just look at her. Yeah. He no does. emotion on his face. Like, he looks a little surprised, but he also just looks uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not like sympathetic all at all. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. He's just like, uh. <laughs> That's when Billy realized, I don't think I want to date. And then they cut. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's no resolution from that. No. You just get this heavy fucking scene. There's no Billy comforting or like being like, I understand now. Just, yeah. They just don't talk about it again. Yeah. Uh, kind of done with this, Kate. Uh, <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. I'm going to go on my own. Um, the most out of left field addition to this movie. Yeah. But as we said, Kate's been looking to tell this story for a long time. To no, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but fun fact in the R rated version, 
Kate does not deliver the speech. And what blew my mind, the person who delivers the dead dad speech is Gerald, Judge Reinhold's character. Because he is in the bank, locked himself in the vault to stay away from the gremlins. And he goes on to this thing, I hate Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And he t he's the one who tells this story. So, with all due, yeah, with all due credit, I like Kate doing it better. Yeah, yeah, it really fits her character more. It does. It does. Yeah, so, fun fact. Also in the R-rated version, this is the last major difference besides Gizmo dying at the end, but apparently Billy and Kate walk into a McDonald's, and all the food has not been touched, but all the patrons have been eaten by the gremlins, and it's just their carcasses all over the ground. Yikes. Yikes, right? Ooh. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Again, different movie. <laughs> but then McDonald's got pissed that the food didn't get eaten. Yeah. That was a statement on their food. <laughs> you can't use our name. Um, so then they go to the theater because Billy's like, it's going to be sunlight soon. They need to be somewhere that's dark. So movie theater, let's go. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's like hundreds of them in the theater. And... They're just ruckusing about, and then Billy rigs yep. like a gas line so that the theater explodes. Yeah. Or it catches on fire. Just catches on really or just fire. gasses them. Either way, mm -hmm. he's rigging this line in an attempt to kill all of them. Correct. Uh, and also, I'm trying to figure out how this movie got the rights to Snow White. That was Disney Snow White, yeah. 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 I, Disney doesn't seem like the types to just lend their shit out, so. I think it was a lot different in the 80s, though. Maybe so. If Maybe you I'm think wrong. about the stuff that Disney's been brought up in back mm. then versus now. The 80s was dark. <laughs> yeah. That's what were they doing statement. in the 80s? Dark cauldron? Mm. Yeah, dark. Not much. Was dark the 90s crystal? Was, black, was that Disney? Black cauldron. Sorry. <laughs> well, we were close. Yeah. yeah, the 90s is when they really started to peak again with all their Well, it was Little Mermaid in 89, yeah. and then blam. Yeah. Pocahontas, Lion King. Beauty and the Beast. Story. Yeah, that's all that. Beauty and the Beast. A lot. All of it. Slam the hits. Some, mm -hmm. So maybe Snow White came out of... Uh, maybe this was a rough time with the Disney company, and they needed to promote better. Let's yeah. just throw it out there. Yeah, so uh, Stripe escapes. Yes. He runs into the department store, mm -hmm. and they have a, a little the climax here. Big, yeah. Uh, Stripe kicks the shit out of Billy um, for a long time. Resourceful he AF. He just has yeah. everything in his disposal. I didn't realize Billy got shot with a child's crossbow. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. <laughs> that's the eighties. Yeah, that's the eighties right there. Child's crossbow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's, because a crossbow is about the size of stripe. So he how has strong are these things? It looks like pretty strong. It's Billy holding. does not have gotten up. <laughs> That's my yeah. like when he's at the chainsaw. Like Billy, yeah. I this know thing you're, looks like a it push that thing weighs twelve pounds, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I will say the most painful looking scene in all this is when Billy gets hit, hit dead in the back of that baseball from that baseball machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. But then it, it looks like, like genuine pain. Stripe is throwing oh. the baseballs after that. I was I was confused. I was like, yeah. put it back in the machine, bud. That, that was working. 
But yeah, so Stripe gets a straight up chainsaw that plugs in. I don't know if I've ever seen a chainsaw that plugs in. <laughs> I said the in. same thing. I said an electric chainsaw. Oh yeah, yeah. they're out. They're out there for sure. Oh. <laughs> Apparently so. They, you know what? They probably don't use much power because it did not cut through that baseball bat at you, all. You can straight up have a cordless battery pack chainsaw if you want. Oh. Fun fact. I had this thought while we were watching this movie, completely unrelated. Just thinking about Leatherface putting gas in his chainsaw. <laughs> not the silliest <laughs> image to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Does it ever just run out? You know he had to do like a... Oh. <laughs> ran out it's like fuck i'm out of the oil mix too damn it it's two stroke just and you... going down to the hardware store to get some more like just shoulders down hey <laughs> me again, me again. <laughs> you know he had to go through it a lot because he revved it up every second <laughs> got the stores like you don't even have you don't even have trees <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> You've been coming here every day for the past 12 years. We live in Fucking Texas. wordlessly. We try, to have, <laughs> we try to have conversations and you just keep ignoring us. And what the fuck is on your face? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ogre monster. <laughs> oh, that's it. And then they're dead. Don't insult yep. him. Don't insult him or his family. Anyway, so hey, no. that was just a thought that occurred to me while watching this electric chainsaw. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Jill. Uh, so, so yeah, Gizmo has yeah. to kind of save the day. Yeah, Gizmo's in here riding around in his Barbie car. Gizmo in his Barbie car. Yes, it was the most amazing thing to me. I yes. I love that. Scene. And uh, Stripe Corvette. <laughs> goes into a fountain. Oh, what the hell this room was. Uh, this is a it's weird a, place. Like department store greenhouse yeah. kind of thing. The department store all... greenhouse. Yeah, and he starts to put his hand in water to make <laughs> but, more gremlins. But again, mm-hmm. he climbs the whole fountain and waits until Billy walks in before right. he does it. Yeah, he I got, you got to watch me do this. He's like, look at this bitch. And you did Check out my finger, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I like that throughout these whole like department store scenes, Phoebe's got this perfectly place a little bruise on her <laughs> yeah. cheek that just looks like blush mm-hmm. like this was back before women could be unattractive even in action movies yeah exactly <laughs> they ridiculous they had to have full-blown makeup on <laughs> at all times <laughs> hair that couldn't be out of place just perfect it's just a sweet little perfect bruise right there on her cheek <laughs> otherwise who would want her Ugh. Ugh. this is also what I laugh out loud is the Rand Bouncer strolls on back into town right now. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just out What's of town. Going on? And there was a fun, there was a fun little thing that you, Rock and Ricky's on the radio, and he's like, "Well, it's been quite yeah. a weekend for Rock and Ricky, but when we find these guys, we're gonna unleash a lot of water on them." And I was like, "Ricky, why are you gonna God do damn that?" Damn it, Rock and that's Ricky, not, that's Don't the last dump water on them. <laughs> Uh, also, there was a great scene where Billy first turns on the car and Rockin' Ricky, Rockin' Ricky is getting attacked by gremlins. That was a fun little part, too. Yeah. 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 He's like, um, what, what are these, some Rockin' Ricky fans? Let them in. Wait a minute, what? What are these? <laughs> these must be Chinese monsters. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, yeah, so, as Stripe is propagating um yep uh, gizmo flies in 
and hits the shades, makes the sun shine in, mm-hmm. and it melts in a very good practical. Really good, uh, yeah. Uh, stripe melts into oblivion. Yeah. Uh, turns into bones first, and then the bones melt. Yes. Great. Because you got to have one more jump scare. The bones attack. Yeah. <laughs> the bones. And then Rand shows up with his useless ass, and it's like, oh, what happened? And he squirts oh. toothpaste on him. Yeah, why don't y'all tell me tell me what happened so I can relay it to the, to the audience yeah. of the end. Yeah. Look, I, I gotta to, tell this whole story. I need to it. Uh oh that one last thing before we get to that final scene. I forgot that Barney is with uh Rand Peltzer this whole time. Rand took him on vacation. That's because when the gremlins tie up Barney and the lights, they were actually supposed to kill him and eat him. So Barney was supposed to die in the movie too. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So that's why in the this dog new disappears. Light, there is a lot that makes sense with these characters not being in the film. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It does make sense. Now I don't. Apparently, Rand still did his normal shit. Uh, just <laughs> so, so Rand was still not in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys see the ET doll? I did. Yeah. Anyway, we know who fucking produced it. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Top build. Yeah. Stevie. Hey, let's maybe people will start buying these dolls again. Get this back out there. Hell yes. So that basically ends it. They go back to the house. The Chinese man shows back up and takes Gizmo. Gizmo gets repoed. He, does. he repos Gizmo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh and that's how it ends. With yeah. you know, a little well, sweet moment where Gizmo says Goodbye, Bye, Billy. Bye, Billy. That kind of broke my heart, to be honest. It was so sweet. It was really sad. Bye, Billy. Uh, but yeah, so I guess Gizmo doesn't turn into his butterfly creature and fly away. Oh. <laughs> nope, he just but strolls yeah. off down the road. Yeah, that was my other thing I wrote down. Did this man walk here from New York City? And then they disappear into a Thomas Kincaid painting. <laughs> Kind of, kind of. Like in the background. It is a matte painting. (laughs) Nailed that. Yeah, so if uh, basically if anything weird ever happens, it's uh, gremlins. Could be a gremlin. Yeah. Fucking Chinese. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Fetterman's in the hospital saying that normal shit. (laughs) I knew it. Uh, But yeah, just a little wrap up because there is going to be a Gremlins 2 movie. (laughs) They did make the point to be like, oh, yeah, people are saying it's little green creatures, but nobody believes them. And, uh, you know, just yeah. your normal bullshit. And that's Gremlins. That's Gremlins, guys. So that's fun guys. fucking movie. Good time. Mm-hmm. So I guess all we have to do now is give out our awards and our scores. We certainly do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to take a break? <laughs> do we need a break? Let's just power through. Let's do yeah, it, guys. Let's just keep going. All right. Well, let's start with the scoring categories. No, let's start with our awards. Does it matter? Not to me, Jill. <laughs> Not to me, Jill. <laughs> oh, I mean, we've done it this way 78 times in a row. All right, let's you start with the awards. Now. Corey, we're going to start with you. What's your best line, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> okay um i 
I do like to no. I do like to do a little subterfuge here, and I gotta tell you, as fucked up as it is, that line Kate says about uh, depressed Christmas people opening up their wrists is the most <laughs> outlandish thing to say in a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is a big oof. <laughs> I never heard it specifically like that, so I, I wrote that down. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's a great line. <laughs> uh, mine comes with a little backstory. So mine is when we first meet Mrs. Deagle, and she's about to walk into the bank, and this woman and her two oh, children. The, the poor lady. <laughs> yeah, the poor lady. Yeah. Uh, and her children are coughing, just to add to it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they approach Mrs. Deagle, and she's trying to tell her, oh, we're trying our best to pay you. And Miss Deagle comes back with, uh, so Miss Deagle's response to her was, the bank and I have the same purpose, to make money and not support a bunch of deadbeats, which she looks at the children to say. <laughs> deadbeat kids. He fucking deadbeat dead kids. Well, I, I love the tag that comes right after that, if no one has it, where she's like, but it's Christmas. He's like, well, now you know what to wish for. Yeah, like, now you know what to ask Santa Claus for. What? God. Yeah, just an absolute monster of a human being. All right, Blaine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> This is when uh, the sheriff and the deputy are talking, and he, deputy's like, but you always get to drive. And the sheriff goes, that's because I'm the sheriff, asshole. <laughs> he does, yeah. And I liked that. I did, too. Uh, my favorite line from this whole movie has got to be the end of the monologue, and, <laughs> and that's how I found out Santa wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got from this? He was nine, so... Yeah, probably wasn't 100% sure yet. <laughs> Which begs the question, did he climb down that chimney every other year and just do it successfully? <laughs> but what's the point? Right? Yeah. Like, if she's sleeping. And also, how did that prove Santa wasn't real? That just proved your dad died. <laughs> it just proved your dad's not him. Well, she proved your dad mom wants might have... Santa. <laughs> Wishes he was Santa. <laughs> I guess in my mind, as we talk about it right now, what... <laughs> Uh, you know, a nine-year-old Kate probably asked her grieving mom, so are we not getting presents this year? And she's like, there's no such thing as Santa Claus. <laughs> Your dad's dead. Your dad's dead. All right. We can move on to the Christmas Spirit Award. Well, Andrew? Uh, Christmas Spirit Award. Ooh, come back to me. <laughs> Okay. I have it. I just uh, found it on my paper. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are we out of a made-up order? Nope. No. no. I can this go while, while Andrew's looking, if you'd like. Um, so, like, this is a this was really hard to find, like, based on our last discussion, like, a happy Christmas moment. So, guys, I went for a fucked up one again. <laughs> Why <did> you not? <laughs> So, and it's it's literally a Christmas tree gremlin attacking the mom. That's just great. <laughs> While Do You Hear What I Hear is playing in the background. Absolutely. I love that. That's Christmassy. So, so much spirit. Uh, I also went the opposite way this time and just went with Mrs. Deagle in general. Man, oh man, yeah. Exuding Shitting Christmas spirit. on this poor family. Absolute Christmas spirit. And threatening to murder a dog. Uh, because of her fucking Bavarian snowman. Yes. Uh, so I found mine. Uh, so my Christmas spirit award 
is going to go to the caroling gremlins. You know, through it all. <laughs> you know what? That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, that actually works. Do you remember works. what song they were singing? Yeah. They were singing that back, 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 back. Yeah. You know, through it all, they put on a fucking show, don't they? <laughs> they put on a show. I love I that gave song, the too. That's spirit. Good. I still don't know what song you're talking about. It's the Gremlin song. That's the theme song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're singing Christmas song. No, it's the theme they're song. They're singing the score. Joe, I know this seems like an inopportune time to ask this, but you did watch Gremlins, right? <laughs> she did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My Christmas spirit award went to his mom. Because she's just been a trooper. She really like, is. Through all these stupid gadgets and everything that her dad or that the dad puts her through. They have no money. Their kid has to work full time at the bank. Yeah. She's chopping onions trying to make a nice Christmas. Watching It's a Wonderful Life. And he's like, are you okay, Mom? And she's like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. She did seem... She's just burned down. Yeah, she's burned out. She's trying to hold it together for everybody. And not to mention, she's been drinking coffee syrup for the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> that is what some is this shit. This Can you just get some woman. goddamn Folgers. <laughs> she can't catch a break. There, it does beg the question: at any time and during this whole period, why didn't she go, Rand? This doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is can motor I have oil. A normal coffee pot while you work on this? Like, does yeah. this have to be our only coffee pot? Yeah. I love that she was being nice. She was like, well, we certainly can't drink this, can we? But inside, she was like, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. <laughs> I hate this shit. But we certainly can't drink this, can we? This isn't Spotify. We don't make money every time it's used. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Our yeah. next award. Mm-hmm. Is this made the final cut? Corey, we'll start with you again. Hey. I got to tell you, I wrote down one, but I won't say the one I changed to and I, because I know someone know it's planes. But I'm going to go with my initial one, and it's snow. Um, but uh, I'll, yeah. I, honestly, I, I, I'm changing mine to Kate's dad's story. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> should know that. <laughs> I'm curious about snow. <laughs> what was that? Just the fact they that they can walk through they can snow. Just walk oh. through snow and not Got start it. shooting. Got out. it. That that's, that's stuck with me. It doesn't melt. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Okay. Kate, All right. Kate's dad's story. All right. Andrew, what can you not believe made the final cut? <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I went with Gerald, the Judge Reinhold character. My thing is this. Don't introduce a fairly known actor in a character role who's a dick uh if you're gonna do that kill him or don't have him at all <laughs> there's no reason yeah. for him to be he there. was just That's gone I'll, yeah. I'll be honest andrew that was mine too <gasps> jill judge reinhold what is he doing there what are you doing why yeah it's just there he to should've, shit he should have died they mm-hmm. only introduced him to be an asshole and then you don't see him again yeah it's okay. like you introduce that type of character to kill him like in, a, no in an interesting way yeah like lo- eagle <laughs> Eagle. <laughs> I love he came in the bar and was like, hey, Captain Clip-On. I was like, damn. Yeah. This is a dick thing to say. Shit. Shit. I'm going to yeah. be a millionaire by 30 while you're supporting your deadbeat dad. I wish Billy would have been like, in this piss-ass town at a one bank? Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> the whole <laughs> bank doesn't have a million dollars. 
all Mrs. Deagle has to do is change banks and we're fucked. <laughs> Blaine, what can you not believe um, made the final cut? I go, I, I went with the smokeless ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. We skipped that whole we scene did. with him at the gas station, <laughs> yeah. which only supports, right. yeah. that whole <laughs> only supports my, uh, <laughs> my award here. Should have been skipped yeah. right over. Because really, what are we trying to prove that Rand cares about his family? Uh, he calls one time and then tries to sell a shitty invention to a gas station guy. <laughs> I didn't need to know. No, I don't that care about that. gas station, he's like, hey, I see you smoking. You have cigarettes everywhere. He did have cigarettes everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> All over the place. Well, what was even wilder is he had a broken ashtray. So he said, fuck it. I'm just going to start putting the cigarettes out on my bare desk. Yeah. <laughs> just right here. What a monster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I totally thought that Kate's dad's story not being known to Billy was going to be yours, Blaine, but that that's such a plot hole. How does it Billy, is. How does Billy not know? Oh, yeah. Even yeah. if he had, like, moved that moved to that town in, like, middle school, if he's with his friends and he's like, oh, she's kind of hot, they'd be like, oh, my God, do you know what happened to her dad? Yeah. That's the yeah. first story yeah. anyone would tell yeah. the second her name was brought up. That would have haunted her every day she was in that town. Everyone would tell that story. (laughs) Yeah. So including it was great. I love that it's in the movie. But yeah, the plot hole Mm -hmm. that no one knows it already is nuts. But in in case you didn't know, in the second movie, there is a moment where all the chaos is going on. And Kate kind of steps to the side and she's about to deliver another story. Like she starts to go into it and the music changes. And right before she can get into it, Billy's like, Kate, Kate, we don't have time for this. That's incredible. And it's hilarious. We simply cannot do melodrama right now. No. Listen, I know you have so much you need to get off your chest, but that's why I told you to go to therapy, so we didn't have to do it amongst people. One time I had to work as a bartender for a bunch of... We've been dating for a few years now, and there's somehow something you haven't told me yet. Yeah. Something very traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep moving, Kate. Gotta keep moving. Love it, guys. Mm-hmm. Good awards. Yes, thanks. All right, let's move on to the scoring category. I'm going to start with Kringle Factor. Corey, what do you give this movie as far as a Kringle Factor? So, <laughs> it's, it's tough, because I don't want to give this movie <laughs> low ratings, but I don't know if I can give this too many high ratings on Kringle Factor. There are a lot of Christmas elements, sure. There's trees, there's songs, there's um, decorations and snow. Uh, but there's not a whole lot of plot stuff that's Christmas related. So I will uh, be a little less than average at four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Andrew? Wow, I, I, you know I love you, Corey. I couldn't disagree with you more. I feel like this movie does everything in its power to bring up Christmas maybe every three minutes. Uh, So my Kringle factor, because you got the sights, the sounds, you got Darlene Love to open the movie for you. This is a 10 for me. Kringle factor. Wow. 10 on the Kringle. Yeah. Dialed it up. Yeah. All right, Blaine, what do you think? I am in between. I gave it a six. Okay. You know, you you do have some music and you have the snow and carolers. Now I'm thinking about it. Mm, a little yeah. more. But 
Decorations everywhere. You do have decorations. I, but it's not. Yeah. It's a not. Gremlin attacks a woman in a Christmas tree. I don't know. I mean, that's true. Idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, I gave Jingle All the Way a seven. I think it had a tad bit more Kringle. All right. So that's why Just I the went sheer six number of Santas here. in that movie. There's <laughs> the, 900 the Santas. The number of Santas alone. So uh, I think six. It's there. But it's not overpowering. All right. I also gave this movie a six as far as Kringle Factor. Look at you two. There's Christmas stuff. We hear a lot of Christmas stories, but again, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as overwhelmingly Christmas as. There's no presents. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Billy yeah. gets a mogwai. Also, I think that part of it <laughs> is <secretary>. that <laughs> nobody really like has the chance to celebrate Christmas in this movie. No. So you're not seeing an, any like kind of normal Christmas Eve or Christmas Day happen. In this movie. Yeah. Here's the sad thing. This movie is probably the closest to my Christmas as a Z movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm starting to realize I might have grown up in a troubled household, guys. <laughs> Aside from that, that one family having I'll dinner tell you, jingle if all the this way, is right? a 10, yeah. yeah, if this is a 10, there are some, there are some Christmas movies that shove it down your throat every second. <laughs> well, I, if you want, I have a few notes. So. And I, and I'm not trying to change the score at all. In fact, no, no, I like I the idea that this is, like a ten is not necessarily a good score. That could imply that there's too much Christmas uh, stuff going on. That's so. true. Um, maybe I just incorporated as um, how much of the story is intertwined in it, and we got Billy getting a mugwai. We got uh, Mrs. Peltzer cutting open a, a stocking above the chimney to reveal a toy. We have. Uh, Christmas tree attack. We have kids going on Christmas break. There's Christmas signs everywhere. A uh, Santa Claus is attacked by a gremlin as well. Um, there is a Catholic priest, which he's the one who should have got his arm eaten off. But anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> beaten off? Beaten off. Yep, that's it. Let's not Get talk that about arm. beaten beaten off. off. This is a family podcast for you guys. I... I... If you remember... It is absolutely not a family podcast. (laughs) No. uh, I don't know if we've made this clear from the second we started, but I don't think this is. But yeah, so that was where my 10 came from. And here's the thing. I don't disagree with anybody here, so here we go. You don't have to justify (laughs) yourself to us, Andrew. I know. I know. No. It's not like you're Blaine. Wow. Wow. (laughs) All right, the next category is Snowy Glowy. Corey? What kind of snowy, glowy feeling did this give you? So again, this one, I felt more despair than I felt joy about Christmas, um, and that's good because I want that in this kind of movie. I like, I, I don't, I'm not watching this to be like, oh, Christmas is coming up. It's, I'm so excited for Christmas, but I mean, that said, there's a little bit of of, of Christmas cheer, a little bit. So I'll give it a three. <laughs> I mean that's fair, Andrew. Um, if you'd have told me this movie took place inside of a snow globe, I would probably believe you. Um, Such realness. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but serving snow globe realness. <laughs> Slay queen. So uh, my uh, score for Snowy Glowy is easy. It was a ten. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. 100%. Yeah. A 10. Uh, what? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go and give it uh, a 1, which is what it deserves. Wow. Okay. Once again, do I have the definition of snowy glowy wrong? <laughs> what are it's, we going for Snowy here? glowy is like the warm fuzzies that you get when watching a Christmas movie. Oh, well then yes, a 10. That's what I had it for. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. This yeah. is Andrew's yeah. style of Christmas. So yeah. yeah, this is this is what I love. Continue on. If, <laughs> if we I said we... one, <laughs> if I could have given it a negative score, I probably would have based on uh, Kate's Speech monogamy along. Monogamy along. Monogamy along. And all the death that happened. Uh, not It's not giving you the fuzzies. Now, you do have the moment where he gives the mogwai to Billy. So you have that little moment. But other than that, you're not getting the warms. You got giz- Gizmo just being Gizmo the whole movie. That's That's the fuzzies for sure. Yeah, so I gave this movie a four as far as snowy glowy because nice. I do feel like for every Kate moment there was a gizmo moment to offset it. I feel like that was that was nice. <laughs> yeah. For every Kate moment. <laughs> I agree. He's 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 super cute. He's precious. He's, he's adorable. Cute. Now, no one got the Christmas spirit when they saw a gremlin uh, strangling Mrs. Pelzer with that. Uh... <laughs> I, it's it's my Christmas spirit award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that's fair it. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't feel joy in my heart seeing it. Yeah, not too many of the warm fuzzies in this Ooh. one. Okay, all right. Our next category is characters and acting. Those are kind of mm. roped in together this time. Yeah. Corey, how do you feel about that? Uh, for this one, as even though we've got some characters that are introduced and immediately gone, I still like everyone. Uh, I even like Gerald. I think he's a dumb, pointless character, but I, I like Judge Reinhold. So um, I'm giving this a seven. Uh, I I like I like I don't I like them all. I don't have anything negative to say about any of them. Um, if I if the only negative that I'll say is just that yeah, some of them are just underwritten and barely on screen. And if they could be if if the mom didn't have to go, if Rand wasn't just ever there, if Gerald didn't like if these characters didn't disappear then I would uh, give it a higher score. Wow. Mm-hmm. Seven is feels high. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew? Um, yeah, I, I kind of I took it in a little different direction than Corey did. Um, I will say that the Kate speech, uh, acting-wise, I thought she did a great job delivering the <laughs> speech. Um, but otherwise, like I've mentioned all through this uh this episode everybody is so underwhelmed by the nonsense that is going around them (laughs) that it's a little strange to me um did they not have that skill in their acting repertoire i don't know or maybe someone was just like uh oh no play it down more (laughs) you don't need to worry about these uh, prehistoric uh, cocoons in your house. Days well, behind a the slightly camera. different creature had taken over their town the year before. Oh. So they well, were just see, like, not again. They did. <laughs> we can't go through this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I thought Mr. Futterman, I love that character. His wife is incredible, acting-wise. And they're, they're kind of fun, but otherwise, uh, Mrs. Deagle can't 
discount yeah, her. Yeah, she's all over. Mm-hmm. Can't discount old Polly Holiday. So, uh, mine's a little bit lower than Corey, and I gave it a three for acting and characters. All right. <laughs> I guess I just like these people a lot. I don't know. That's okay. I'm dying to hear I thought your we would be... <laughs> I gave it a five. Oh. So I don't think over the any so of them were terrible. <laughs> you know, they were just middle of the road. All the way through. All right. Middle of the road. I liked Mr. Peltzer. There's something about him. He's just really, really dying. Rand? Rand. Old Rand. Rand? I mean, Rand is great as far as like a, uh, just a guy you can talk to. Kind of, he's very, he has that very older man kind of vibe about him. But if you knew what terrible things he put that wife through. Oh, like, I'm sure he'd like sure. Yeah. Why aren't you using the juicer? Yeah. <laughs> Saw you bought a carton. A morning argument every day. <laughs> yeah. Huh. This coffee doesn't taste like it was out of the Peltzer coffee maker. I'm pretty sure I heard an egg crack normally and not explosively this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's starting to not feel very snowy glowy. Yeah. Um, I gave this movie a four for characters and acting. Mm, okay. Um Again, some characters just came on screen and then disappeared altogether. So yeah. I don't know if their character development really counts. Yeah. Agreed. So I feel like a solid four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where did Corey Feldman go? <laughs> He's throughout. I mean, he calls Rock and Ricky. He's like snipping uh, Christmas tree lights while the gremlins are all attacking the town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. show that for a second. What horrible barbaric yeah. thing happens to him in the R-rated version? I would love to know. I <laughs> yeah. would love to know. The, the priest gets him. Oh, Jesus no. <laughs> God. It's, yeah, the priest, instead of trying to put letters in the mailbox, is shoving uh, Corey Feldman's body in there. <laughs> and grows up and turns into a frog brother. He just uses the distraction <laughs> of the gremlins. No, no, Corey. He grows up and kills his other friend, Corey. Um, hey, honestly. <laughs> Yeesh. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> All right. Entertainment value. Mm. Did you guys... Oh, my God. <laughs> Just checking his levels. <laughs> is this for real? There is. <laughs> no, I know I can't be the only one that bothers. Am I the crazy one? I'm sorry. Yes. I'm, just, I'm just checking these levels. Always end with entertainment value. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, plot. This? <laughs> like I'm taking crazy pills. Corey. Andrew, how, the levels? How are the levels? Hold on, Corey. The level's the good. Levels. Oh, the level's good. Uh, so I think they're okay for right now. We do usually end with entertainment value. Uh, so I, for plot, <laughs> gave... Uh, this, is a, this is a simple plot. Uh, I'm not confused at all. I'll point, I'll poke fun at it, but it's uh, it's 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 pretty straightforward. Find the gremlins and kill them. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna, I'll give it a five right in the middle. Andrew, I'm uh, I'm gonna be with Corey on this one. I gave it a five, maybe because of all the plot holes we poked in this movie. But <laughs> That's, yeah. all in all, it does have a fairly simple plot. Uh, creature uh, turns into a worse creature. <laughs> And we must kill this creature. Um, Merry Christmas. And that's what I got from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I also gave it a five. <laughs> Holy shit. Thanks for kicking it over to me, Jill. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we did poke a lot of holes in it. Yeah. So 
five seems seems mm-hmm. seems right. Yeah. I actually gave this plot a seven. Oh. We okay. did poke a lot of holes in it, but I do have to give it some points for originality. I mean, that's fair enough. Jill. Who decides yeah. to make a Christmas movie about little creatures overtaking a town and killing everybody? I agree. Yeah. And then I mean the rules point. and the I mean just seems like a pretty original story to me. So I gave the plot a seven. Yeah, that's I fair. like it. That's fair. I like it. All right. Entertainment value. <laughs> Wonderful. So excited. Corey, <laughs> were you entertained? I thoroughly entertained. I I I'm riveted. Even when the movie slows down, it slows down for insane moments like Kate's speech. So I'm giving this a nine. Nice. Nice. Okay. Andrew? Well, should be no surprise. Gremlins, for me, gets a 10. 10. All day. It's a good fucking time. I gave it a 9. Oh. Are you personally not saying my name? What? What is this? (laughs) Sorry. Hostility. No. These levels are just... (laughs) (laughs) I'm hearing her say it, but it must not be translating. (laughs) Yeah, I gave it a nine. It's entertaining as hell. It's super entertaining. All right. I gave this movie an eight for entertainment value. Okay. I was entertained, but clearly not enough to not miss half of it when I watched it and not remember most of it relaying it the next day. Well, so, let's, be, let's be honest. It like things are f- really fun when the gremlins arrive. You know, nineteen yeah. trillion of them yeah. from the swimming pool. <laughs> trillion. I'm also oh, I'm really focused on this cookie recipe. I've been making it for three days. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You know, I, I'm very excited to try them. <laughs> she straight up corn feeds those cookies. They're gonna be delicious. Now, Corey. Uh, me, Blaine, and Jill know what cone fee means, but if you could explain <laughs> it to the audience. You know what? You, we never, you never kicked it to Corey for his uh, I was actually about to ask that. Bar. You know what, Corey? My question was going to be uh, twofold. Number one, why shouldn't you shake a vodka martini? Why should you stir it instead? Well, it boils down to a traditional martini, which is gin. And the mm-hmm. idea is that when you stir gin and not shake it, you uh, are basically softening the blow of the ice against the gin. But if you shake it, you're you're bruising it, and you're basically dulling the flavor of the gin. Yeah. So with vodka, it almost matters less because vodka is not a flavored product. But mm-hmm. I guess in theory, you might get more vodka flavor if you stir it rather than shake it. But again, a martini is supposed to be gin. Now, I think we all know, but Corey, could you explain to the audience how you bruise liquid? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The you audience punch is it very... in its face. <laughs> They're very confused as to what that could possibly well, mean. They are. Yeah, we're not. We they... obviously no. know. We are on board with everything you've said, but if you could just break down for both of our audience members, um, which, uh, how does one bruise a liquor? I... I wish I could tell you the origin of where bruising liquor came from. I don't know. It's just something that we've always said. It sounds like someone's that when you, say, when you say I something Turner. to dull the flavor. To <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, women getting abused is hilarious. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah. Let's all 
Oh, Let's all yeah. laugh. <laughs> I'm I yeah. I laugh because Blaine knows what he's doing and he sits there and just glows and, and soaks it all in. Oh jeez. Stupid shitting grin every time he says something. Like was that, that but was there a second part or was that or was Oh this, yeah, your question what, was twofold. Yeah, was the twofold. second part that you knew I would My say bruising. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Um, I mean I knew you would say it obviously cuz I know why. But um <laughs> But um, my second part was, how shittily was uh, Kate pouring those beers for those gremlins? <laughs> not great, no. But no, I don't think they great. cared, actually. So I think she was just like, fuck. I, yeah. Didn't we say she was working for nothing? She was just helping Dory? Yeah, she was. Why on earth was she doing this? No money serving gremlins. If I, if I had to guess, it was in hopes that it one, one day Dory would turn to her and be like, so why don't you like Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one of these gremlins will give me a tip. <laughs> oh, God. Joke's on our Dory keeps all her tips, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta find him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we well <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, that was we gremlins, you guys. All right. So, Blaine, I understand you uh, calculated all this for us? No. All right. It doesn't well, matter. <laughs> but Merry what does Christmas. matter very much is the order well, in which we give that's <laughs> these in, numbers. That's set in stone. <laughs> We've had a great time on this Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, guys. We're so glad you guys are spending your Christmas it's with us. Truly just, a Christmas to remember. I just, I'm, you know, maybe I'm out of line here, but do you want Corey and I to leave? Like, we can. Um, seems like a lot of personal stuff's going on here. No, I want Blaine to leave. Oh. <laughs> um, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I actually have to go to the emergency dentist because I shattered my teeth on those cookies. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, mine are kind of falling out too. They're supposed to be crispy, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we know. That's the appeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. It's <laughs> the most condescending thing. <laughs> yeah, we know. yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. We, we, yeah. But for the audience, can you tell us why they're so crispy? <laughs> they were cooked for. Where are we at? You just pulled them out of the oven. So, two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> They'd just be dust at this point. Well, I, I think there's only one way to truly end it, and that's uh, Corey. Could you give us the last line of? Uh... Forget what the fucking story's called. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say a nightmare before Christmas, but I know that's not the name. I think it's just "Twas the night before." Twas the night before Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it would have been funny if I just could remember. I think it's uh, "And to all a good night." Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Merry Jesus Christmas. Christ, good night, yeah. you guys. There was okay. one extra part. Jesus <laughs> Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And by the way. Uh, check under your bed because it uh, could be a grim one. <gasps> Merry <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> foreigners. <laughs>